about my inside sources too, so we should probably start off with breaking news from Robert. You mean your Twitter sources, Wrestling Inc.? I saw that. No, 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 no. See, I had the inside scoop before them. No, you didn't. Unless Enrique knew some, you'd have no inside scoop from nobody. No, 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 no. On the other side of this Zoom call right now, what are you talking about? I keep my ear close to the ground, all right? My inside sources have told me that Andrade, Charlotte's boyfriend, has requested his release from the WWE. Hey, put some respect on that man's name. He's a former NXT champion. What did I say? What did I say his name was? Andrade? You said he was Charlotte's boyfriend. Also, you're like, I, well, ground, I said his like, name first, though. Only time you're ear to the ground is when you black out drunk. What is you t- <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bar. <laughs> All right, hold up. Damn. I don't, I don't. I don't drink no more. By the way, I haven't been drunk since September. <laughs> last, last time your ear was to the ground, Bucko. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's how we're gonna start off the show. Andrade okay. releases his release from the WWE. His ask for his release. Apparently, uh, according to sources, allegedly, allegedly. sources been brought my to you sources. Broham's podcast. Thank you. Episode three. I'm probably going to stop saying the episode numbers of these after a while. I'll forget, and it won't matter. I'm Marcel. I'm Rike, lover of tacos, member of New Texas Pro Management. And uh, my name is Robert, and I have a bottle of hot sauce just in case I want some tacos, Rike. So here's to you. And half of his face is cut off. I'm trying to keep it like, uh, uh, what's his name, Escalibur? You know, he has that, like, mystique. It's like the – Quit playing games. I know. You kind of look like a knockoff version of the Canadians on South Park. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I'm not your buddy, guy. I'm not your guy, buddy. It's not your guy, friend, but all right. Whatever the hell it went. I haven't seen that shit in such a long time. Hmm. It shows. <laughs> all right, Robert, this is your segment. All right. So breaking news from my inside sources hmm. right now, as we speak today, Andrade has asked for his release from the WWE. I mean, boom, boom. I mean, it makes sense if it's true. They haven't done anything with him since Z- uh, Zelina left. Ooh, yeah, you had to think about that one. That's a long time. It's been a long time. Actually, they haven't done nothing with him since he started dating Charlotte. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's really what he's doing. True you enough. Think, you would think they would push him because he's dating Charlotte, but it was like the exact opposite. It's like, oh, you're banging Charlotte Flair? You're going down the card. He had to, but it makes sense. and it, Like I said, it makes sense. Since he came up from NXT, they haven't really done much with him that was interesting, especially since Zelina left. That might have been another reason why, because he and Zelina were tight. Honestly, uh, Zelina saved his entire WWE career. Yeah, really. Yeah, he did. He was flying yeah. in NXT before she got paired with. Him. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I liked, I liked all his work in NXT. I mean, he he started out hot, then they cooled off on him a little bit. Then Zelina came around and started cooking with him. And I was like, damn, you know, the worst thing they can do is break those two up. And what did they do? They broke, they broke him up. up. They broke him up and tried to give her a singles run. And look, Zelina was this. a decent female wrestler. She tried too much, bro. That's one of the things I remember telling my girl when we were watching her stuff. She's trying way too much, way too soon. That's what her problem was. It showed. She was doing great for some spots, and then she just do this one crazy sequencer spot where it's just like, girl, chill out. You're doing too much. Just go back to the basics. Sounds like Sasha at points. <laughs> be perfectly honest. Sasha would be doing fine. They should do that well, ugly suicide. 
Okay, yeah, but that was like Charlotte or uh, Sasha back in when she was shooting with Charlotte back in 017 or whatever the fuck. So that was Charlotte. That was Sasha now. <laughs> when is she? When was the last time Sasha botched? You ever? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I like Sasha, but let's. She has. I don't recall her botching recently, and I'm the last two pay per views. Her last match with Carmella, she botched once or twice. Yeah, one of them did. I think Carmella did a dive on Carmella her or something like that. No, no, oh, Carmella botched. No, Carmella botched. No, no. Watch that match back. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to watch it back. Fine. There you go. Because you can come over here next week. You were right. I'm like, yeah, I know. No, no. I'm, I'm taking mental <laughs> notes right now. When I, and then when I watch it, I'll remember. You're going to remember. you go going to see I was right. Ah, like, oh, damn. He was right. <laughs> I'll be right here to accept you, my son, because I'm forgiving. Okay. Black Jesus. Uh, but yes, if Andrade Expert is released, it makes sense. I could see him going back Mexico. Yeah. Or... No, go to AEW. Fuck it. No. Fuck no, it. Nah. Or New he, Japan. He, he's going cool. to go back to Mexico, I'm sure. That's, I mean. Who's doing uh, Mexico right now? Who's in, who's the champion over there in Mexico? Laredo kid, probably. I don't know. Laredo kid? I don't know the I'm Mexican wrestling scene, so I don't know who the top draw is. I know Phoenix was oh. a draw down there until he went to AEW. I think Laredo kid is who's big right now, and I only say that because he had that match with Kenny. That is, is Kenny still the AAA mega champion? Mm, I thought Ray Phoenix won it back. Let me put this up real quick. Google Kenneth yeah. uh, Omega. We'll talk about I don't it. know, but I could see him going back to Mexico and being a top draw down there. Right. I mean, I'm not saying that wouldn't make sense. I'm just saying, you know, just, just fuck it, bro. Let's go to AEW. Just follow the Cause, trend. Because, I mean, here, here's my thing with AEW. Yeah, like, so like no. do, some, do something with the guys you have. Stop, like, you know, grabbing everybody that comes out of WWE. Yeah, I, I agree. They need to focus on who they have. But, they're becoming, I mean, they're just, huh? They're becoming TNA. Yeah, we're going to talk about becoming, that later, right? <laughs> no, let's just talk, talk about, about it now. now. You want to talk about it now? Let me talk about it. Good segue. Let's talk I didn't about it try. <laughs> That's a great segue. They're more or less right now. It seems like they're becoming TNA because they're signing all these old ODB guys. Obviously, you got it was fun when it was just like Oxley, Jericho, Jack Hager, Hager, and like uh, freaking Sean Spears. That was fine. It's whatever. Then you got Miro in there who's doing nothing. Still doing nothing in AEW. I'm starting to think he he was just a flash. To be perfectly honest, I don't know. Um, you got him in there. They just signed Paul White, even though he's going to do commentary. But come on, he signed the Big Show and he's not going to be in a match and he's still in great shape. I don't buy it. Um, they just signed Christian, so Sting. They signed Christian and Sting, so <laughs> they got all, they pretty much got. Look, all they need is like Rhino, Kurt Angle, Kurt Booker. Don't don't Kevin jinx Nash my boy Scott Booker Steiner. like that. Come on. Like, all they'll need is Kurt, Booker, Nash, and Steiner, and they'll have the freaking main event mafia again. Like, ooh, the main event mafia versus the Bullet Club. There you go. That's money. Yeah. I mean, if it was 2000, if it was 2000, it was a main event mafia 2008. Yeah. Main event mafia? Yeah, sure. I'd, I'd watch that, but yeah. not, not now. Um, 2021 I mean, main event mafia? The only, the only one that's still in, like, real good shape is Book. He's the only one. I remember Book was telling us one time, he's like, yeah, I saw Kurt Angle at one of these conventions. He was like, damn, Book, out of all of us, you the only one that still look good. Yeah, because I ain't doing fucking moonsaults off the top of cages and shit. 
Well, he also, well, Booker also was. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So every extreme match they put Booker T in, he was only in once. Ladder match, yeah. only in once. Elimination chamber, only in once. He was, yeah. he was probably done. I'm not doing that shit again. Well, Booker yeah. also wasn't doing 69 biking anymore, so. And drinking. So there's that. There's that, too. I think Booker was pretty much on the straight straight line for the most part of his career so yeah i'm sure booker sipped a little bang every now and again but it was oh like nothing wrong with a little blunt and a henny nothing wrong with a blunt and drinking some henny hey hey i'm gonna intervene real quick but you guys do be talking over each other (laughs) one at a time look we don't talk fast you just listen slow (laughs) no y'all are talking (laughs) over each other i swear listen back to this one (laughs) but go ahead Okay, I'm yeah, ready. It, just, it just seems they got a bunch of guys there that they're not doing anything with, and they keep signing all these guys, mostly based off name value. And that's fine for the most part, but then you got all these young dudes who want to get on TV, and then the more old, elder statesmen you sign, the more guys are just going to be thrown on dark and not doing nothing. Like a perfect example is in this revolution show, uh, the Casino Tag Team Royale, right? Dude, 20, like how many tag teams were in that shit? 14? Some, there were too many. Dark Order had three tag teams in this thing. Dude, that was so stupid. That's what took away from me from the whole Battle Royal. I was like, uh, what? Isn't there rules to this? Like, there shouldn't there be a rule that there should only be one group of the Dark member that should be entered? Like, why is there three different Dark member orders? By default, they should be able to win. I was thinking that, but in the medicines, I was like, that's actually kind of smart if you get a big-ass faction and you just put more teams in there that increase your chances of winning. But why didn't the Nation of Domination ever do that then? Didn't they have a whole bunch of people in a group? Didn't they individually enter the Royal Rumble? <laughs> like all uh, of them okay. the Royal Rumble at one point? That's different though. That's not a tag team Royal Rumble. It's it's still a Royal mm. to get people out. Either way, you had like the natural nightmares in here, which is Dustin QT Marshall. Nobody cares about that. Dustin Cool. Wait, what are you talking Dustin. about? He turned heel. Who, QT Marshall? Yes. Robert, do you honestly care about QT Marshall? I was mad that he turned heel. There was like, what the hell was that? He's supposed to be the perfect baby face. That doesn't answer my question. Do you care about QT Marshall <laughs> as a single? Honestly, no, I don't. Okay, then. So, <laughs> like, if you don't care and you're the one person here that mostly defends AEW sometimes, then nobody cares. Like, oh, he called you all Dave. How do you feel? Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> I said Marcel. I said mostly. Okay, well, time out. Okay, here's the thing why uh, at the moment I cared. How about that? In the moment I cared because I was so shocked they did it. How about that? Sure. But in the grand scheme, I'm just like, okay, he turned on Dustin, but what's Dustin doing that anybody cares about right now besides being done? He's training people. That's it. And it's just like, you know, all of them are appearing on Dark. Like they have their own little gang. It's like the Nightmare Family here on AEW Dark. It's like, it's like there's like 50 of them in that group. Yeah, I know. They're like half the matches. It's like there's seven, there's like 14 matches, and then seven of them are definitely Nightmare Family. It's a it's a Cody. It, it's it's all about Cody and it. But anyway, you got natural nightmares, right? You got Dark Order, five and ten. Nobody care, nobody cares about five. I guarantee you. Like they want to build ten. I can tell they're trying to build ten as like the main dude, singles dude out this group, but who, who is 10? I forgot what his real name is. Like, I don't I don't know who that dude is. It's 10. But he has an actual name. I forgot what it was. They call him, they use his real name, but 10's like his nickname or something like that. Plot twist, it's 10. Who cares? <laughs> 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 
Matt and Mike Seidel here. Oh, dude, what a waste he's becoming. He's just teaming with his brother right now. Yeah, like Mike is not as good as Matt. I, I told – I hadn't even seen them tag before, but in that tag team battle royale, I was like, yeah, Mike's not as good as his brother. I could easily tell that. There's a reason Matt Seidel is as popular as he is, and his brother just did whatever. It's like Dolph Ziggler and his brother. So The Hollywood hunk. Isn't Dolph's brother in AEW now? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's his nickname. The Holly, that's his gimmick. The Hollywood hunk. Uh, Ryan then. Yes. Okay. And according to he, Cornette, he's the only one there, aside from like MJF, who can play an actual heel to get baby faces over in squash matches. He did. Uh, if you watched the latest episode of AEW Dark, which I know none of you all did, but I happily <laughs> caught it. I caught it because it was just like it was on and nothing else was on, so why not? And believe it or not, the first match had the Hollywood hunk in it, and he sold t- to the baby faces like a like a motherfucker, bro. He was great. He was the only one that was doing good. Because he was properly trained in the performance center. (laughs) What a surprise. Uh, You're telling me he doesn't do indie shit from training from the top level of wrestling? (laughs) uh, I would... Omega. The gun club was in here. Um, I didn't know that Billy had two sons. I only knew about Austin. I didn't know about Colton. I was just like... Because Colton looked just like Billy. So I thought it was Billy. I was like, that bitch? oh no, he has another son. Oh, okay. so I guess wait. So are they both? Is Austin and Colton both wrestling? Yeah. Then why exactly. they? Why weren't they the tag team? Then and then Billy Gunn would be like the manager. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. With Wouldn't that club. make more sense? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Gun Club. I don't care. <laughs> like or the freaking um, Nightmare Family. I don't know. I don't know how their dynamics because I don't watch the weekly show and I'm pretty sure a lot of this stuff is probably explained on Being the Elite, which I'm definitely not watching. Nope, I'm not a Mark. So, uh, Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi are a damn tag team. Cesar Bononi, Cesar Bononi. He was in NXT for a bit. Oh, he was the Brazilian guy. Okay, I thought that name sounded familiar. Remember during the NXT Awards a few years ago where he won Breakout Star? Or Future Star? (laughs) It was one of the two. And that's usually the award they give to somebody who gets pushed later, and they didn't do nothing with him. (laughs) No, I normally skip that episode. <laughs> well, he won that award. Actually, those awards are actually fairly good. They're better than the Slammys, which you know are rigged. But, yeah, you know, kind of like the Observer Awards. <laughs> but yeah, Cesar, he, uh, you can tell though he didn't care about him because he can use his actual. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he and Peter Avalon are a team, and nobody cares about Peter Avalon. Like ever since the librarians broke up, he really hasn't been doing anything. What's no, no, he has a new gimmick now, right? He's pretty Peter Avalon, except he's not pretty. That's the that's the heat. I guess he looks like he looks like he'll sell you ice cream from the back of a van. That's it was he, just like uh, what was his name from the day? Uh, Playboy Buddy Roger or uh, Buddy Rhodes or whatever. The fat guy who called himself the Playboy. He didn't look nothing like a Playboy, but that was the heat. He looked like he had confidence, though. Peter Avalon looks like the predator Peter Avalon. That's what I call him. <laughs> uh, you got the Varsity Blondes. They're a good tag team. Um, no, they're not. I didn't like them at all in that Battle Royal, bro. They sold the whole entire time. They did nothing. Yeah, because they're the only ones who know how to sell. <laughs> That's why they took all the beat. Uh, BPJ, I've always liked BPJ. Greg Garrison's all right, but that team's mostly about BPJ. Kind of wish he went to NXT instead of going to AEW, but, you know. You know, Vince like him some damn legacies. So, and Brian Pillman Jr. looked just like his, like, like almost like almost a spitting image of him. Yeah, I saw him. I was like, God damn. 
Then they had this other team in there, Bear Country. They looked interesting. It was like two only because they were like just two big dudes. I thought one of them was Bull Dempsey. I was like, Bull Dempsey's still- Nah, Bull, Bull isn't that tall. They weren't that tall. They were pretty. I thought they were pretty tall. Maybe I was just bare and bolder. I'm like, yeah, those are some guys you don't want to meet in a dark alley. Let me tell you, those are some names. Bare and yeah. bold. Uh, Jungle Boy looked the best in this match out of almost. Yes, he did. And they refused to push him. <laughs> they refused to push Jungle Boy. I don't know why. Oh, I don't get why. I mean, I remember um, what fucking show was that? The Casino something. The- Whatever they do in Las Vegas, that's the show AEW names are big event after. But uh, uh, Double or Nothing? Yeah, that shit. I remember, I don't remember shit else about Double or Nothing, but I remember MJF and Joey. That was like the only match from that show I liked. Yeah, and I was like, like legit stars. I was like, man, <clears throat> these are the guys they should be pushing. And now to hear like they're not doing anything with Jungle Boys, like, what the fuck? Yeah, right, right. In this Jurassic Express tag team. And look, let, let's be, let's call it Spade a Spade. That team ain't that great. Isn't Jungle Boy like 23 years old or something? He's super young. Yes, him and Emma Jayapper, I think, are the two youngest ones right now. He's not pushing him. I don't know. I think he said he wanted to go to – I think he said he tried for WWE, but they told him he was too small. Oh, (laughs) what a strange. Considering they got Drake Maverick. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jungle Boy is bigger than Drake Maverick. Yeah, I'm bigger than Drake Maverick. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we're all bigger than Drake Maverick. <laughs> no, they said he needed to gain some weight or something. I don't know. I think that's what he said. Hmm, that's well, okay. My take on my take on that is though we talk about like the main stars that they uh, that AEW should be pushing. They're pushing two out of the three. I mean, Darby Ooh. Allen and MJF they're pushing, but just not Jungle Boys. So it's like they need to get on that so they can have the per- – I'm pretty sure they'll have a lot more ratings if they push Jungle Boy. You ask me, they need to push Darby, MJF, Jungle Boy, and Hangman Page. Yes, yes, uh, Hangman for sure. But, hey, I mean, like I said, they closed AEW uh, Dynamite with MJF. That was the right thing to do. He turned on the inner circle, has his own inner, inner circle now, and yeah, him and Jericho are – Come on, that's your boy, Marcel. Who's Sean boy? Spears? You a lie. Oh, Wait, Sean. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you a lie, bucko. No, no, sir. That I remember you were sucking his cock when he was the perfect 10. <laughs> and you're you're waiting for his big NXT push, brother. <laughs> I remember that. Rika, he, he said you were sucking his cock. <laughs> Rika, who is he talking to? He's not he's talking, talking to you. He ain't talking to me. He ain't talking to me either. He's talking to some ghost. Your girl come back in the room. Are you talking to her? Are you talking to me on that bullshit. Like, what? dog, I remember. Don't you play me, dog. You I don't remember. Sean Spears is the next big thing, this man. Was bad, that was this you was that was you said, bottle back then. The hell is you talking? <laughs> he was. Oh he God. said you were sucking his cock. Well, like Peyton Royce, you. The fuck is you talking about? Like this man, yeah. you is wilding on episode. I just remember, bro. You really love Sean Spears, and then when you went, he went to AEW. You were really butthurt. They weren't pushing him. The fuck is you talking? <laughs> you talking cash money nonsense right now? Nah. Seven shades of goofy right now. You bug it. You bugging. You've been snorting that hot sauce? <laughs> you bitch. This one here? The chip line? Woo. 
No, that stopped the whole this, show. Buggy, you must got chili in your brain, Bucko, because you wilding right now. I can't believe. Listen, it. my point I is, I can't believe your brain fired the synapses to fix your mouth to say that. Did you, you, am I the only one that remembers Shrike? Do you remember this? I you wouldn't say it. he was. I would say Marcel was a fan. I wouldn't say he was sucking his I dick. I definitely not doing all that shit. I said, Sean, I said, Sean, I said Ty Dillinger is cool. They could do something with him. Then he went to AEW. I was like, okay, AEW could do something with him. Then he lost to Cody, and I'm like, well, fuck him. No, no, you <laughs> threw a whole fit, man. When he lost to Cody, Robert, when have you ever known me to throw a fit about? Oh Charles? man, Sean Spears. Never in your life have you. Sean Spears. Shit. That shit had me tearing up. <laughs> Listen, the point is, they have a inner circle is two. I guess I don't even know what the name of the faction is yet. They have to tune in next week, uh, but. Up. That's the point. Oh my God! Here we go. Anyway, I stand by my case. All right, maybe he wasn't sucking his cock. You're right, but he definitely was a huge fan of Sean Spears, aka Ty Dillinger, aka the Perfect Ten. Wasn't saying <laughs> fan. I was a fan. I wouldn't say I was a huge fan. Anyway, like you're the motherfucker that remembered Goldberg against Shawn Michaels <laughs> out of every other main event. <laughs> yes, show. yes. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Program no, let's day. not talk about that. No, <laughs> that's day. not the Hold same on. thing. Hold I'm on. sorry, I remember decent I'm raw thinking, main events from 03. Give me a better main event than 03. In all 03? the matches Sean had on Raw, all the matches. He didn't say Sean versus <laughs> he Joe. Made he didn't say Sean versus Christian. He didn't say Sean versus Randy. He didn't even say the Shawn Michaels and Triple H match in San Antonio. <laughs> which, in my opinion, is the best match of the rivalry. He didn't say that one. No. This nigga said Shawn Michaels versus Goldberg. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out, time out. Was that and the arena was... went and the arena went silent because nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> time out. Was the one in San Antonio in 03 or was that in 02? 02. Either way, it was a fire-ass match. I highly recommend anybody watch it. My argument was, is there any better main event in 03? I'm pretty sure yes. I won. And it probably that one. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if that was the one in 03, I'll give that a pass because that was one of the best Raw ones. sucked in 2003. So exactly. Shawn Mich- so Shawn Michaels and Triple H was the best main event of that entire year. <laughs> I thought that was in 02. My bad. I thought that was the end of 02. <laughs> I had my dates, my years. I mean, at least but... at least 02 had a couple good Raw main events. I, I can't remember if Taker and Jeff Hardy was a main event or not. But that, that one was, was good. I think it was. And then they had Rob Van Dam and HBK in the main event of Raw. That was good. Um, RVD and oh, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, that Eddie? was a TLC match. Like, Rock. O2. Eddie. Rock Eddie. Rock. Was a oh, yeah, yeah. Damn. That was yeah, a fire match. You guys Yeah, you could have when... mentioned that match. But your ass <laughs> want to talk about HBK <laughs> and Goldberg. Like, man. Robert, it's, out, a good, man. it's a good thing you're in New Mexico. Because me, I'm not a violent man, but I would kick you straight in the nuts just for saying that. <laughs> like, uh, how dare you? Deal, it was a dead. rare match. That was my point. Like, I don't think they ever fought again. Are you sure you weren't doing drugs in 2003? Shit. In 03? Definitely not. Okay. Just, drugs well, were sn- illegal. Snorting Sharpies counts, too. Mm, I was no smoking. Boy was smoking Smarties. God, was that really, I'm, I feel so bad now because I totally forgot about HBK Sean in San Antonio. I remember it happening, of course, because like you, you said, I don't know how HBK took on Sean 
God damn it. All right, fuck you guys. None of, none of this, all right? Let's go on to the next subject. Let's talk fuck about... Up. All right. Okay, all right. Go. Back to regular schedule programming. <laughs> Look at this week. Since, since, since we're talking about it, we can go back in there later. Uh, AW Revolution 2021. I'm on YouTube because my normal... Uh, hookup. He's kind of going through things right now, so I couldn't get the show from him. Damn, your weed man ain't come through for you? Uh, mm, he, he got some things going on. Hopefully, he'll show up on Sunday, but we'll see. Um, Sunday? Yeah, I got something to do on Sunday. Either way. Oh, okay. Uh, Fine, fair enough. Tag title match was first. It was the Bucks for JF. Love this match. It wasn't that great. I loved it. <laughs> like, of course you did the Bucks ring. But Are you kidding me? You did not like that finish to that match? You mean? Uh, no, I also didn't like when uh, the Bucks hit multiple super kicks on MJF and he didn't fall down. What? Was <laughs> that seven. was the funniest part. That was the best part. Well, he super kicked him eight times, and this man did and, not fall until like no, they, he fell during a double super kick though. That's the point. What the fuck, man? Shawn Michaels has dug himself a grave, jumped in that bitch, <laughs> rolled in it, climbed out. Right. Uh, man, man, God, man, Sean, man. Adam man. and Shawn Michaels are just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. How, wait, say the number of super kicks they did. Like eight. It was eight. I counted. On uh, on MJF. Consecutive. And then, no, no, timeout. And then they did that. And then they double sit. Super did you say consecutive? Yes, yes, consecutive. One kicked what him, then the another kicked him, then another kicked him, then another kicked him, then another kicked him. No, 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 no. Timeout. You didn't, you're, you're taking the whole thing out of context. Let me tell you the rest of the finish, right? That was part of the finish. Then All right, they, Dave, how are you going to defend this one? The fact that it Oh, my God, here we go. <laughs> listen, listen. They super kick, they double super kick Jericho right after, and then right after they double super kick MJF, which he then falls, and then they do their little, Melted what's driver. it called? The, yeah, they do the finish, and then one, two, three, that's it. It's not like he kicked out. If he kicked out of those eight super kicks... They didn't, pin. you know. So of course he didn't kick out. They didn't pin. Him. They pinned. Well, hold on, because now we're gonna go skip some things. Because in that NXT Women's UK's Women's Title match, mm-hmm. there was five moves in a row, and uh, not one cover in five moves. Okay. Okay, that was dumb. But go ahead. <laughs> That's the same thing as not doing the super kicks. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Wait, hold up. It, time, it, out, time out. Time out. Hey, 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 Marcel, I got this. I got this. Oh, okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> How many super kicks have you seen in an MMA fight, right? All the time they get kicked in the face, they go the fuck down, don't they? Do they not? Yes. Robert? Okay. Yes. So why would you get kicked in the face eight consecutive times and not fall down? This motherfucker got an antimantium chin. That or, hear me out, they didn't kick him fully. It was like a little, like a little, like a tap. Fuck off. <laughs> Eat a dick. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. One, in fairness, okay, in counterpoint to the women's UK match, you don't see that all the time. You literally see that almost same spot every Bucks match. Yeah. That's number one. Number two, huh? I would forgive it if MJF was like Warlow or Luchasaurus size. He's the same size as the Bucks. Eight super, he should not be standing around after eight super. At least he sold it. I mean, it's not like he just like stood there. He should have sold the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you want to do two, that's fine. He gets kicked by Nick and then he gets kicked by Matt and then he falls. I'm fine with that. Sorry for anybody for yelling into the mic. My bad. I I got that kind of irritated me a little bit. Why would you not sell the first super kick? 
Why? Like, why? Just why would you not? Like I said, if he got kicked by Nick and then fed and got kicked by Matt and then fell, I'm like, okay, that's fine. This motherfucker got kicked four times by each brother and then fell from a double. And I'm like, no. And I thought it was kind of funny. Jericho tried to do the lion salt and he got kicked in the gut, right? And I'm like, oh, that was a fun spot. I love that part. That was great. I was thinking, I'm like, they probably could have kicked him in the face, but he's too fat. That's why you kick him in the gut. And that's why I thought it was funny. Because he was already covered over. His gravity was taking him down fast. And he said, fuck. Well, we don't have to kick him in the stomach. Can't kick him in his face. I love that spot. That Either that or I mean, they just don't have the talent that, you know, Adam Cole and Ricochet have. I was just about to say that. <laughs> the timing? Yeah. Well, that's why or Adam when, Cole uh, is the best one. Dunn and Cole with Ricochet. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but the Bucks retained. And I the, the story for this match was... Uh, not great because <laughs> no, the buildup was okay. The buildup was that the Bucks got their dad whooped by MJF and Chris Jericho, right? So normally you do this type of like you beat a family member. Usually you do that for what maybe a second or a third match. This is the only match they're gonna have. So why get that kind of heat if you're not gonna blow it off properly? Then the Bucks just won, and I'm like, all right, this would have been like if Orton kicks his dad in the head, and then they only had one match. And then- you know what? That doesn't surprise me that AEW allowed that. You want to know why? Because they had Shaquille O'Neal, world-renowned Shaquille O'Neal. First match oh. in AEW on TV. Not on the pay-per-view, on TV. On TV. The first yeah. match of the of the TV show, yeah. It really was. What? Yeah. It was the first match. It was the first match. <laughs> That's why I hated you. <laughs> Ricky just disappeared from the screen. <laughs> it was no, I shit you not. I was surprised, too. I was. I, I shook my girls. It's like... Is this really the first match? I get to start off with Shaquille O'Neal, and then he took the table bump. He took the table bump. He was was dead. He sold a table bump like it was the first ever table bump to ever be done in wrestling. Shaq was out. Then they put him in the back of an ambulance after the match. match. For whatever reason, went on like three, four more minutes. Yeah. Shaq got put through the table. I'm like, why? After Shaq got put through the table, you should have immediately went to the finish. Mm-hmm. I think Jade Cargill won the match for him. So then they put Shaq in the back of an ambulance, and then they had to wait for Tony Schiavone to get to the ambulance. He wasn't there yet, but when they got there, <laughs> they opened the ambulance up, and Shaq was just gone. Now, I don't know how you miss his seven-foot ass leaving the ambulance, but he did. But I don't know either. But thank God for camera phones, because a fan caught the footage of, like, Shaq getting out of the ambulance and running out with Jade Cargill, and then the crowd Wait. was like, "Cheer!" So you mean to tell me that Shaq, never been in wrestling before, all of a sudden has the powers of the Fiend and the Undertaker combined to where he can just yep. magically disappear from an ambulance? Yeah, except yep. because someone recorded him getting out of the ambulance and running away. <laughs> Look, we're gonna pretend like that is because that's what AEW is <laughs> gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? The also the funniest thing was, you know, AEW has like you know the wrestlers in the front of the crowd, right? Mm-hmm. Jade Cargill was out there, and I'm like, why? <laughs> like, yeah, she just featured her as a major star. Why is she out in the crowd like a jabroni? Now she's just another person. <laughs> <laughs> like that literally submitted her. Man, and you shaking your head, but uh, you also missed the few weeks where and Robert can bet me up on this when Hikaru Shida, their champion, was in the crowd with the J Bros. Yep. With her, not even with the title. With the title, title? it was strapped across her chest. That's even worse. She couldn't put it on her waist. I swear she didn't have the title, but I I trust you on that. Yeah, she had it strapped around her shoulder. Are there like not any local wrestlers in Jacksonville with nothing to do on a Wednesday night that can like get a payday? You just 
you know, nobody knows who they are. At least not the national audience does. You know, you can put them in the crowd instead of putting like, I don't know, your own people, let alone your champion. Shoot, the national audience doesn't know half the people but in eight. <laughs> so <laughs> what the fuck? Even like why would nobody would know? Like why the oh man. It, it makes no sense. But yeah. I don't know. Yep, if I was... watch that show on a weekly basis, I, I'd probably start drinking. Oh, I don't watch on a weekly basis. Hey, bro. I do. At one point, I was watching WCW Live in 99 and 2000. You didn't well, Robert, it. it's, so. it's, 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 well, don't, don't bail him out. Well, he Robert, was 20 years ago. He didn't know better. He don't bail him out. Robert, it, Robert has a history of self-torture, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. Robert sometimes go. will... Robert well, sometimes will knowingly watch bad wrestling. Only him and God know why, but Robert does it. Look, hey, let me Robert, just put you like this. I've watched a lot of bad wrestling. AEW, not even Raw, is there yet. Look, let me just put it that way. Look, come on now, Rike. Robert, how old were you in 2000? Like 20 years old? He didn't know better. Okay. <laughs> he didn't know better. No excuse. No excuse. Because he didn't grow out of that shit. Damn. <laughs> 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 oh my god so the next match was this casino tag team royale and we kind of went over this a little bit pretty much it's their version of a royal rumble type deal the is it the one with the ladder no 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 no, 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 no. Uh, uh the winner uh it was typical tag team battle royal you know both teammates gotta be eliminated yada yada, yada. winner faces the bucks whenever no i think they had their match on dynamite on wednesday oh, of course they did because why build it but um so Natural <laughs> Nightmares and Dark Order came out first. Dark Order's numbers five and ten. They started. Uh, then Santana and Ortiz came out, the actual tag team in the inner circle that they never want to feature in main tag teams for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, QT Marshall eliminated five. Then the Seidels came out. Then the second set of Dark Order dudes, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson came out. And Santana and Ortiz eliminated Mike Seidel. The Gun Club was out next. Then they eliminated Matt Seidel, so they were eliminated. Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi came out. Then the Varsity Blondes came out. Gun Club tossed out Avalon. QT eliminated Gun Club, and then he argued with QT. Doesn't argue QT. QT said, fuck this, and he left. So he ended up eliminating himself. That was just a shocker, right? That was a shocker of the Battle Royal. Uh, Bear Country was out. They tossed out Stu Grayson. Then Jurassic Express came out. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, and Marco Stunt was there, too. <laughs> Irritate me. Um, Lucha mm -hmm. <laughs> he botched that uh, stupid hurricanrana spot. Yeah. The worst part was that uh, Uno sold it. So rookie mistake, but it's just the fact that it just still happened. So I'm sure you might have seen this on the interwebs, Rike. So <laughs> Evil Uno was tossed out to the apron, right? Mm -hmm. Marco Stunt, the third man in Jungle Express, who was not in this match, by the way. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know we're going to talk about this later, but he still has a job. Yes, he does. And <laughs> yes. Proceed, my bad. He tried to hurricanrana uh, Uno off the apron, right, to eliminate him. <clears throat> but he didn't complete the move, so he kind of fell to the floor. After a few seconds, Uno just ran on his own to the post and fell to the floor, <laughs> eliminating himself. Mm-hmm. He did a he did a glamorized version of Gail Kim's elimination. Yeah, he, just, mm -hmm. he, he was just like, oh, because Stunt was supposed to eliminate him, but Uno was like, oh, no. I did I'm see like, that. A live pay-per-view, bro, that you spent $50 <laughs> on. Bro, I'm like, I don't know the business, but I'm like, just call an audible. 
stunt messed up. So just be like, I don't get one of the other dudes is like, hey, one of you guys kick me in the face or something so I can fall off. I would have caught his ass and then just sit down powerbomb off the apron. Just or have fuck one it. of the heels who are still at ringside, by the way, just pull him down by his feet or something. Like call an auto. Yeah. <laughs> one of those, not just have like, oh crap. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. I was like, I was like, oh my God. Uh Butcher and Blade came out and they eliminated Pillman. And then Jack Evans came out because I guess he's he and, and Helico. Now that's Robert's favorite wrestler right there. That boy Jack Evans came out, eliminated 10. <sighs> took out Dustin with Allie's help. So time out, time out. Jack Evans oh, appeared, <laughs> appeared on this battle Here we royal go. <laughs> and did what? He just did one. Why did he who did he eliminate again? Ten. Why? Are they feuding yeah. with the Dark Order? I think so. From what Why? I recall. I don't know. Because Why? Because he needs something to do. <laughs> I thought both of them were heels. Dark Order's not a heel team no more. They've been babyface ever since Brody Lee died recently. Oh, come on. That's so cheap. They have, though. They literally have been babyfaces since Brody Lee. I thought they were still heel, but that's stupid. Jack Evans shouldn't have been allowed at ringside. He should have been at training before, camp. And even before Brody passed, they were kind of starting to become faces anyway because Alex Reynolds keeps trying to – I mean, no, Silver. Because Silver keeps trying to recruit Hangman Page to the Dark Order. <laughs> they were kind of turning slowly turning babyface. Well, my, my, my point is that fuck Jack Evans. Anyway, go on. And that was tonight's message brought to you by Robert Boxing. Put yeah. That, put that on a shirt. Butcher and yeah. took out Dustin with Alley. Uh, private Party were out next. Then SCU mm. came out. Uh, Old fucks. <laughs> I mean, Daniels is really not Dude, cool. they I have this. I think he's in talent relations. I think he's a sound Really? Relations. Yeah. Did you know the new, the new uh, gimmick with them, right? If they lose, next time they lose a tag team match, they have to retire. Well, they have to break up as Oh, I thought they had to retire. I was hoping oh, they, they retired. My bad. Maybe I want them to retire. Kazarian can still go. Daniel's old, but Kazarian can still go. What are you talking about? Go where? Where, where are we going to take him? To Sean Spears? Is Sean Spears and I'm, him going to have a five-star classic? Tokyo I'll Dome? Definitely put Kazarian over Sean Spears. <laughs> you can get more out of Because uh, Kazarian has a personality. I don't know about Sean Spears. He was a personality when he had the 10 gimmick. Now he's just a guy with a horrible mohawk, a hot wife, and a chair. I don't know. He's well... I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I I, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, he's joining that list of men whose wives are more. Jesus Christ! What happened? Enrique. <laughs> what does he do? Oh my God! Was he just so offended? <laughs> Was he just so offended? I think so. Is <laughs> AEW even... that? I don't think AEW is that that bad, though. No. I, I mean, it's bad. I really. <laughs> um, Death Triangle. What is up with you? Were you my enemy? Obviously, huh? you're so offended that you just said, fuck this. <laughs> <You just> said, <laughs> no, my internet just went out for like a whole second, so I'm good now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Butcher eliminated. I put BC. Who the fuck is BC? Bear Country. Yeah, Bear, Bear Country. Day. I can't remember my own day. <clears throat> By the way, I'm liking that. Do you think they're going to feud? Who? Bear Country? Bear Country and the Butcher and the Blade? That sounds like a money feud. I don't give a dog shit about Butcher and Blade. To be Come on! I really don't. It's like they, they have the coolest gimmick ever. They're like meat market motherfuckers, and then on their time off, they go know... beat people up in the ring. Wait, it sounds... No. Go ahead. You want to know the exact moment I was done with Butcher and Blade? When? When they had that Falls Count Anywhere match against the Bucks, and the Bucks literally found these fuckers in the kitchen. And they're butcher and they're butchers, bro. They're meat cutters. What do you this think they're gonna bro, be? Bro, this, this sounds WWE. 
Bro, this sounds like um, what was that shit? Southpaw wrestling when Seth Rollins and Rhino were doing that gimmick, you know, better where they were like better butchers than Butcher and Blade. Yeah, they they shit was like, yeah, we've been in here chopping meat, beating meat. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the moment I was done with them because they were like, because Butcher was chopping the meat, Blade was doing whatever, and then they literally washed their hands before the match, and then they had this match, and it wasn't even. I'm gonna defend them. Did I work in the meat market? I would. I was laughing. Well, not laughing. I felt super bad. That one spot, they laid a table. They had a table set up against the barricade, right? And the spot was supposed to be Blade dives out at Matt Jackson, right? And Matt's supposed to move, and Blade goes through the table. That was the spot. This motherfucker Blade misses the whole table. And it hits the barricade. Oh <laughs> Man did a whole plancha, missed the table. <laughs> like ECW. Like ECW. I just said, Jesus Christ. I That's said, the shit I love to see, bro. I kind of wonder if, like, you know, there's a way you can avoid stuff like that, you know, before it's the show not doing starts. It. Well, that too, but, you know, <laughs> try it out with a crash pad first so that way you know where you're going to land. You know, let the crash pad act as a table and then, you know, do like, the whole But He's like, hi, I'm Blade, and welcome to Jackass. I mean, going through the table wouldn't have been fun, but Jesus Christ, that man hit solid barricade. I said, ouch. <laughs> Not me. You will see me doing that. <laughs> the table probably moved up. The table probably moved out of the way or some shit. Like, I am the table. Uh, Motherfucker said, I'm using the power of the force and slide to the right. If but I was motherfucker, I would have pulled the same car number one and been like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm done. <laughs> Stop the same car number take, one. Take me away. I Bro. like that. I like how Sin Cara is becoming Mr. Wrestling. It's like Mr. Wrestling 1, 2, and 3. Sin Cara 1, 2, and 3. Tiger Mask 1, 2, and 3. Sin Cara 2 gone, too. Uh, I was upset. This, I was upset Sin Cara Dose got let go. Mm, Humberto Carrillo should be hum, uh, Sin Cara 3. Calling it now. They needed Sin Cara. <laughs> that man was the catering enforcer. No. Sin Cara. Yes. Did y'all see that SmackDown when he was in that super mini feud with Corbin and like Corbin, what did Corbin do? Corbin took his mask off or ripped it one time and then that next match they had, he just whooped Corbin's ass. (laughs) (laughs) He came out swinging. I said, damn, Sin Cara. He beat Corbin's ass. I said, said, maybe if they let you do this more, you'd be liked. (laughs) Corbin beat him that next week because of course he did. But (laughs) I hated the first Sin Cara because he was a prima donna prick. But the second one was great. I know that is like the one signing Triple H. You notice after that was like his first ever signing, wasn't it? That he did. Yeah, like he had just promoted, and that was the first pick. That was he was a first round draft pick. Sin Cara, you know, just did not work out. Didn't he also like use some English or something? Yeah, can you imagine what those plane rides back to Stanford had to be like with Triple H? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, gosh, Paul, you signed him. Yeah, Vince, yeah, I signed up. I thought I found new Rey Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> well, bitch, you thought. <laughs> uh, Death Triangle was the next team out. Uh, that was Pac and Ray Phoenix. So I missed this. Did uh, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. break up? No, they're still they're still one group. It's just that Pentagon's solo stuff, and then Pac. And they're doing the tag team. Why is it Pac doing the solo stuff? Because they don't know what. <laughs> You know, that could be the one thing that makes me watch AEW. They put him, no, exactly. If they put him in a title picture, I would watch. But 
I mean, to be honest, he should have been. Like, when it first started, Pack was, like, undefeated. But Yeah, what was up with that? That was stupid. Then they started beating him. He ain't getting a fucking title shot now. <laughs> and that was when Cody came out with that bullshit and somebody asked him. They were like, Pack's undefeated. So how come he didn't get a title match before, like, Darby Allen, who has, like, a worse win loss record? And then Cody pulled that bullshit, like, well, it's about the quality because uh, Pac cheated to beat Hangman, but Darby took me to the limit. So, blah, blah. I was like, you just made it unlegitimate just by saying that. Just say y'all didn't book Pac to be in there and call it a day. Like, because you fucking up. But yeah, just say. Funny. He said, in the world yeah. for wrestling, who is better than Pac and Phoenix? And I'm like, I love Pac and I like Phoenix. There's, there's a bunch of people. And every time I see Pac, I'm like, damn it. Why aren't you? Him, I still remember his natural Austin Aries at WrestleMania 33, man. That was such a great match. The one that they didn't get paid for? Or where were the Yeah. They didn't get royalties. Wait, they didn't get paid for that match? Or royalties, something like that, Austin Aries. Uh-huh. They didn't get royalties because they didn't show it on the DVD. Yeah, so they didn't. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And, but- I mean, honestly, that I would have been pissed about that, too, because that was one of the better wrestling matches on that card so i would i would definitely be pissed i mean if i was sports entertainment pal i mean i'm all for guys getting paid y'all know all about it if they earn the work but at the same time fuck austin aries so (laughs) non-mass wearing dumbass vegan ass boy like yeah i mean if i can go off on it (laughs) we need to have that whole podcast we need to have like a weekly segment of that marcel's tangents like i used to you know before i used to as a wrestler, Austin Aries is still fairly solid. I'm not going to take that away from him. As a person, I firmly believe he's kind of a piece of dog shit. And <laughs> at first, I just think, I'm like, man, these companies are screwing Austin Aries over. But the more I hear him talk, and the more I see him give his horrible notions that he calls opinions, I'm like, nah, bro, it's you. It's, 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 yeah. You are a locker room cancer. Didn't he, uh, didn't he, wasn't he supposed to put John Morrison over in TNA, but is that like yes. selling an injury? He just got up and walked off or something like that? Yep. Yes. What exactly happened was his final match in Impact when he lost his title to, uh, to Johnny Impact at the time. Morrison hit the uh, Starship Pain, mm-hmm. did the one, two, three. Then pretty much immediately after the three and the bell rang, Austin Aries got up, flipped off Don Callis, who was in the announcer's booth, and left. Wow. And then Petey Williams was like, well, I don't know why that happened. You will seem fine rest of the day. So... Yep, that was that was the tale of Austin Aries in Impact. MLW, MLW started, to, but as told by how they pretty much handled the ACH situation, they'll take anybody. Yeah, right. They signed ACH, who <clears throat> I hear is doing much better now. But yeah. at the time, they signed ACH hot off of his whole WWE is racist rant. So they signed him, and then like a week later, he's like, I'm retiring from pro wrestling. <laughs> I'm like, well, MLW, you fucked that up. You signed this man, and he just said, nah, he chucked the dude. But he came back. Yeah. He's doing better. But, yeah. Awesome areas, yeah. I, I think the story behind that was that he legitimately did not want to drop the title to Johnny Impact, right? Was that Whatever. the story? And I'm, I have to assume that's why he acted like that. He, he felt like that wasn't the right business move to do. And, of course, you know, he's going to no-sell the Starship pain because, you know, but wasn't he leaving, though? That was the whole purpose of him taking the title off him? I I'm, so. I'm trying to remember this. I think his contract might have been expiring at the time or had already about to expire. So Yeah, I think the contract was expiring. He wanted a new deal. I think they offered him a deal that he thought was just like, nah. And then, of course, they still wanted him to drop the title. And he was like, you guys are going to give me this deal. And then you want me to drop the title? Fuck you. All right. 
I don't know the story 100%, but that sounds about right. That might be the point. I don't know. But like I said, Austin Aries as a person, kind of a fucking idiot, just like low key. But low key's another rant for another. Uh, <laughs> back to this uh, Dark Orders, the final Dark Order team came out, Silver and Olds. They eliminated Isaiah Cassidy, then SCU and the Butcher. So the final teams were SCU, uh, Death Triangle, Dark Jungle Boy, Boy the- and Jungle Boy, who was yeah. the remaining member for. Phoenix took out Daniels, Jungle Boy took out Reynolds, Phoenix took out Silver, then Jungle Boy took out Pac, and then Phoenix took out Jungle Boy, which in my honest opinion was a mistake. I think Jungle Boy should have won that match. I like the little exchange that Jungle Boy and uh, uh, Phoenix had. Do you remember that? They went back and forth a little bit? Yeah, somewhat. It was pretty good. That was pretty – see, that's the thing. Like you said, if you push Jungle Boy and then you put him in with the right people – the spots and the shit they come up with is like super unique, and you haven't seen that shit before. And that's when they what's going to get everything over. He's a legit star. Whatever reason, right now they don't want to push him. <clears throat> I don't know. Booker well, of the year, Tony Khan. He knows what <sighs> he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Uh, the women's championship was met next. Uh, Hikaru Shida versus Ryu Mizunami. I like this match. This was I, a really good, solid match. I wouldn't say all that. What? Really honest with you. Come on. Are we I, watching the same match, Marcel? We were, and I didn't care for it. Not like Hikaru. Ryo Mizunami was all right. I did not like a lot of the shit she was in them Tenzan chops. I'm like, Mm-mm. I'm like, them Tenzan chops? Nah, I wasn't feeling that. And then the whole her, whatever the fuck that mind rope shit she was doing, I don't know what that was either. I'm like, what is that? Well, you're the Japan Mark. I thought you liked all those spots. I thought that's just like all the shit they do. In Japan and stardom and shit. I watched New Japan and they don't do that in stardom. <laughs> so, actually, perfect example. I watched a couple of stardom matches earlier this week. They did not do any of that crazy silly shit. So, that is what I well, I probably. like the match, Robert. As long as you like the match, nobody can take that from you. I'm happy for you. Me, I didn't care. <laughs> uh, that final exchange was. I'm like, pin somebody. Just pin somebody. I'm like. I okay yeah she she should have done a different move than besides the knee over and over and again. That's like finally a knockout shot. I said yes, finally yes, finally a knockout shot. That's what yeah. I said too. I was like, how many times is I legit said out loud? How many times is this bitch gonna need this bitch? And I mean that, that's me just knee jerk reaction, right? Like I'm in the match because I thought it was good until the finish was just like uh, that's the reason why I don't think it was a great match. I thought it was a good match. So the heels attacked Shida Mizunami. Uh, the heels being Brit Nyla Breaker, Rose, Nyla Rose, who should have been in this meeting instead of Mizunami. But Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, uh, Maki Ito, the god of love and piss. Um, that's what she says. She has on her Twitter. Yeah, she's, uh, the goddess, she's the goddess of shit and the the deity of love and piss. Yeah, Somebody her, needs to direct her to a better English coach. <laughs> no, like her her thing is like she goes into everybody's what's up, motherfuckers? Yeah, Isn't like that what she gimmick, does? Her gimmick is that she's a failed Japanese idol. Like she got kicked out of her idol movement, so she just became a pro wrestler. She also loses a lot in Japan. So but well she's a I think she's more of a comedic. Yeah, you know what I mean? I just I just like her goddess of shit. Anyway. I know what her porn fetishes are now. <laughs> Dirty uh, Sanchez. <laughs> so they attacked them, and then Thunder Rosa made the save. So well, I like Thunder Rosa. She looked really good uh, in that uh, pre-show match. Yeah, she's like one of the only good legit wrestlers they got, aside from like Serenity Eben, Hikaru for the most part. 
I still don't think she's signed. She might be. I don't think. I still don't think she's. Signed. I don't think Thunder Rosa is still signed, bro. They've been using her a lot for somebody who's not signed. Well, that's AEW in a nutshell for you. Uh, Miro and Kip Sabian versus Orange. I completely turned out of this match as soon as Rusev and Kip Sabian uh, beat up OC in the back locker room. Yeah. So Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy were having an interview. Miro attacked them. Miro and Sabian attacked them, and then, like, Miro threw Chuck Taylor through, like, a glass window. It kind of didn't break right, because it seemed like he was supposed to get color on his face, but he ended up getting color on his arm. Damn, did anything go right on this show? Yeah, Special effects-wise? Oh, special effects-wise, no. Fuck, no. <laughs> uh, the so, wrestling was I, I thought. So, Miro beat up Chuck Taylor in the ring, and he was, I don't know why he cares about this. They can make this stop, Chuck. I could be your friend. Some stupid... And... No, the feud was he was trying to be their friend, and then they're like, nah, you ain't our friend. And then that was the beef. Geek, bruh. Like, Rusev. Oh, and then Rusev beat him up because of that, and then they got mad and interrupted Kip Sabian's wedding. I believe that's what happened. And then now that's what the beef was. And then Mario was like, oh, hell no. That's not even how this beef started. This beef Really? No. This beef started because during a random match, I forgot who the best friends were facing, but... They accidentally broke fucking Kip Sabian's arcade. Oh, my God. Because this fucker was playing this shit in the crowd. I don't know why. I don't know how. That's some soft shit. So they broke it on accident. And then Miro came out after the match, and then they beat them up. And he's like, you broke my friend's video game. And then they had that shitty segment in the damn RV when they were about to stream playing fucking Xbox. What's the new Xbox, Robert? You know, you're an Xbox. Xbox Series X. There you go. They're about to play that bullshit. And then fucking Orange Cassidy showed up and then, like, turned the Xbox off. And then Bruce, and then Miro got mad. And he was like, my wife bought me that. I was like, you ain't got enough money to get your own Xbox, bro. What the fuck? Lana got to buy you an Xbox? Yeah, well, well, time out. Broke That's me. like we were talking about white women last week. You know, maybe she bought him the Xbox when he needed it for later. You know, it was a gift. He's streaming it. He 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 spent all his WWE money. Hey, Lana got that bag. She got the YouTube money, the TikTok money, and she got I, Vince paying her. Word on the street, they call her money bags. And she and she do modeling on the side. Shit, Lana, Lana getting to that money. Yeah, because she keep getting Miro banned from Twitch. On <laughs> <laughs> her goddamn booties on his stream and shit. Yeah, I heard about that. I wish uh, I saw that live. But so. That's how this feud started over a fucking video game. And I'm like, I play video games, right? Well, I haven't in months, but I play video games. Shame, Marcel, shame. But anyway. <laughs> I have a life too, and I'm still trying to beat Tony Hawk Pro Skater, bro. It's not 1990. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this, I like video games, right? <laughs> I don't want my fucking wrestling feud starting over video games. It's 2021. They're all soft. Like, what do you, they're not. They're not banging any girls because they're all too lame playing video games. So, like, you can't feed over a girl. Like, I don't, it, it was just. Like, what else can you, what else can they start their beef? You know what I mean? They booked themselves into a corner by booking them to begin with. So, then they had the whole bullshit of Chuck Taylor being, uh, he beat Mir- Miro, beat him in a match, and then he became Miro's butler. However long until the wedding, the wedding was literally like two weeks later. Yeah, it was like two weeks. What's the fucking point of this stip? <laughs> He's going to be here for two weeks, and that's it. I'm 100% positive they stole that whole stipulation from an episode of Seinfeld. And then I'm, I'm like 95% sure. 
And then it's sad that Trent got hurt because Trent's the only real one with any potential out of that trio. Yeah, Trent versus Rusev sounds like a way better match than Trent versus Kentucky Fried Chicken Chuck Taylor. Oh, yeah, it definitely would have been a way better match. Like, I love, and I always go back to it, right? I know people like Orange Cassidy. In a way, I like Orange Cassidy. I love some OC. But let's be real. He ain't no main eventer. He's not even up or mid Carter anymore. It's I mean, funny because Jericho was like, I elevated him because Orange Cassidy doing the same shit he was doing before, y'all. Mm-hmm. Did you really I, elevate him? I love Chris Jericho, but I'm 100% positive Chris Jericho elevated Fandango way more than he elevated uh, OC. Only thing, the only thing he has elevated is fucking COVID rates. That is the only thing Jericho has been elevating. <laughs> He's Canadian. That's why. Stupid. Anyway, so uh, they start the match. Orange Cassie comes out later, all somewhat hobbled. Uh, Miro pushes Orange Cassie into Penelope Ford, knocks her off the apron. And then Sabian's checking on his wife, right? I, I, I was I was half paying attention, so I didn't even know when tags happened. He was checking on his wife. Miro was beating up on uh, Cassidy and Taylor and the ref. The AEW refs are fucking terrible, bro. I didn't even mention it in women's match. Hikaru and Rio and Rio were out there forever. Ref didn't even start a count at all. He just goes, get back in the ring. I'm like, motherfucker, count. <laughs> start counting. <laughs> Why you keep yelling at them to get back in the ring? Just start we, counting. We had that happen in our show. Like, <laughs> Vixen and Masha were, like, fighting on the outside for the longest time. And, like, Isaac is just letting this happen. And I just stopped and looked. I was like, did this motherfucker ever start counting? <laughs> Then the announcers try and cover it up with referee's discretion. Fuck all that. Start counting. <laughs> Jesus. At least count the five. Something. Uh, but yeah, Miro submitted uh, Chuck Taylor with, uh, I don't think he calls it the Yak anymore, but that's what I call it. He calls it the Campbell Clutch, I guess. But <clears throat> I thought it was stupid they did the whole beatdown because, like I said, I tuned out because of the ending. It's just it's like, so what was the plan of them being down if the baby faces didn't come back and win? Right? Like Booker of the year. Booker of the year. I'm more like fan. retard of the fucking year. Okay. Fuck hey, hey, y'all, y'all gotta stop now. That man grew up idolizing Dave Meltzer and his way of booking. So that effectively makes him right. Well, yeah, because Dave Meltzer never booked <laughs> that man. <laughs> I'll never I oof, I'll never forget that shit as long as I live. That man said all the past Booker of the Year winners from like the past five to ten years all got their ideas from me. I said, Ooh, wow. Oh, <laughs> I know what the sad thing is, a lot of his followers slash fans believe him. Yeah, because he said all of them. He said all of them, but two because they weren't uh because he wasn't born yet or they're the same age as him. And the two he were ta- he was talking about. We're Vince McMahon and Triple H because Vince oh, is older than what him. a fucking surprise! And you know Triple H wasn't reading his shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vince said it was the best toilet paper he ever had. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly probably why he talks so much shit is because he got the the boot from Vince and he's so bitter about it. Oh yeah, I can see him still being mad about that. Well, I like Tony because Tony actually let me in. Vince didn't let me in. Uh, see why Vince didn't let you in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon as I saw Tony Khan was doing an interview on Wrestling Observer, I was just like, oh, God, what a fucking mark. Uh, Jericho and MJF in an interview. They announced the War Council for the Inner Circle because fucking the Inner Circle segment on Dynamite. Dynamite. Uh, and I watched it. And that was when MJF did. It wasn't even a heel turn when he just beat up the Inner Circle. But since this is AEW, you know that's not going to make them baby fit. They're just still going to be... Heels? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Probably. I don't think so. 
I think I think if you want to push MJF the way you should be, it should be heel versus face. Like MJF is obviously the jackass. Like you can't make the other inner circle be more of a jackass than MJF. Robert, how the fuck are the inner circle going to be baby? By beating up MJF, who is the biggest jackass of them all. Robert, this it's is like, the same That's show. like saying, why is, why is Hulk Hogan being a babyface beating up Roddy Piper? Robert, this is the same show whose main event was Lance Archer versus Eddie King. And they were both heels. Okay. they did, uh, There's been several shows like that before. SmackDown in 2009 when Edge and Chris Jericho were both heels. They main evented the show. They had a match. They had a match when they were both heels. And you sure they were both heels? I'm 100% positive they were both heels. You had to pull that shit up and put it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. it was, it was when Jericho was feuding with Rey Mysterio, and Edge was feuding with Jeff Hardy slash CM Punk. And even if you're right, that was 12. Years I'm just ago saying it's happened before. That was yeah, oh, well, ago in 2009, we have all grown and changed as people. That shit should not <laughs> still be happening in 2020. Well, I agree with you. I'm just saying it's happened before. Like there's been constant booking mistakes to where I was like, you know what? Heel versus heel. Fuck it. Who am I supposed to cheer for? Nobody. That's why it's horrible. Then why am I watching the match? <laughs> like, <I'm> not... <laughs> that's why I'm saying. That's what I'm trying that's to get a... at. Well, that, well, uh, no, but that's why I'm saying. I think they legitly turned, the way they beat up the inner circle, they, they turned them baby faces. Let me just put it like that. I don't even believe that. MJF is the scum of the earth right now. I wouldn't even say all that because um, Kingston, Butcher, and Blade Beat the dog shit at a death triangle like a few months ago. Death triangle are still heels. Oh. But Eddie Kingston and all of them now are faces, right? Eddie Kingston's probably a face because he's with John Moxley now, but Butcher and Blade still heels. Allie's- okay, now that's a booking mistake. They need to fix that real fast. Butcher and Blade should be baby faces against Bear Country, and they should feud. Bear Country should be the heels. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Fuck you guys, man. Come on. Anyway, let's go on. All I did was yawn. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you for yawning. Yeah, uh, it ended me, all right? My booking ideas are not yawn worthy. All right? 2K. 2K. Next was the big money match between big money Matt Hardy and Hangman Page. Did you like this match, Marcel? Fuck no. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. I don't like I didn't like the story behind this match. I don't get what Matt Hardy's character is now anymore. Like he's just doing shit. Because remember when he almost <laughs> fucking died facing Sammy Guevara? Yeah. yeah. And then he came out and he was like, I'm not gonna do the broken stuff anymore. I'm just gonna be Matt Hardy. Yeah, two and then he started later, uh, mother- being two weeks later, this motherfucker was big money man. And I'm like, No, I thought no, no, I thought he was managing private party for a little bit and then he became big. Then oh, became- and you know what? Okay. And right now, his gimmick, which I don't vibe with right now, is swindling young black men out of money. So, <laughs> whoa, whoa! I don't think they actually came out with that was his gimmick. That's literally what he's doing right now. He had these two nigglets sign this contract that gives him thirty percent of their earnings. First off, I don't know why the fuck you would do that. <laughs> it's big money, Matt. Thirty percent. Hell no! Like what the fuck? And private party ain't doing shit since they linked up with him. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Private party didn't go to economic class. Is it black? Is that what you're saying to me right now? No, no. You're saying black people can't be economically stable? No. Beyonce? Hello? 
Beyonce. That's a difficult white person to answer. Beyonce. Yeah, that that sure is. Like, that's well, like I, I don't, right there. I don't, I'm not against black people. I love Beyonce's I love music. Beyonce. Beyonce's music. She's and like, uh, she said, put a that? ring on it. When she said put a ring on it, I would. And not. who's that other? Who's, who's that other good rapper? Child. Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith. That that guy's a great rapper. Will Smith getting jiggy with it. That's the other. G- yeah, <laughs> true. I like or, or Puff Daddy or Puff Daddy. Oh, Puff Daddy! God damn it! I wouldn't even say Puff Daddy. I, I would at least give myself some backbone and say Beyonce. Yeah, I like Puff Daddy. I like when he does the little things with his shoulders. I was like, oh, so you love having love black? That. So you love you love, love black people he, juking and jiving? I love, when, like. I love when he jerked around uh, Cassie for ten years and didn't marry her, and she ended up believing him and marrying some other dude. Whoa, well, we're not and getting pregnant. And getting a happy and living a happy life. <laughs> well, that was my generic white answer. Jesus Christ. Uh, what, what, what was it? Yeah, so this match was okay. Uh, it was pretty good. I thought it was okay. Like, it wasn't the best match or anything. I don't know what they're doing with Paige, really. His gimmick is... They need I'm to do drunk. something with him. His gimmick is, I'm drunk. Like, that is literally... But that's his gimmick. I'm saying that I need something more. Literally, I mean... What do you, what do you want? He's a drunk cowboy. What more do you want from him? You want him to have a Red Dead Redemption 2? I, I, I don't know. Maybe, I maybe know. a reason for why he drank so damn much. He's a cowboy. That's all they do is drink. There's nothing else to do but to shoot guns and drink. They're cowboys. He doesn't uh, and wrangle them. cattle and drive pickup trucks and haul shit. Yeah, that's other things. While cowboys they're drunk. Do. Yeah, while they're drunk. He needs to learn from James Storm how to be a cowboy. James Storm. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. okay. That's the match they need to have. That's the great or just, match. James. Or just DM JBL or Steve Austin. Something. Steve. Oh, well, Steve Austin was oh, probably boy. doing what Hangman Page is doing, just not on TV. <laughs> well, Steve Austin, Steve Austin had a reason to drink. He had a draconian boss who was trying to keep him down, so... He couldn't beat his ass, so the next best thing he could do was just drink beer. Well, okay, Damn. I'll just say Adam Page then. The reason why he's drinking so much is because he lost the first main event in AEW. Okay, finally. There's there's something. There's something to work with. You know what the best part of him saying that was? Hmm. What? It's literally not show. Literally. Uh. And it makes way more sense than anything that's ever been explained. Okay. Cody <laughs> Khan, please sign me. <laughs> Like, that I, makes total sense. That is literally Robert just made that shit up, but it makes way more sense than anything that they have ever done with him on the show. Yeah, it works. It's, for just, me. <laughs> it's common sense. Like if I was at, if I was a wrestler and it was my first big main event on a on a different whole company and I lost, I'll be drinking for months. And fucking in dark order is just that dude you is like. It's just that chick you met at a party one time who won't leave you alone every time you say no to going out with her. It's the fat chick that you were like you didn't want to fuck. So right? Keep, I don't know why you keep using fat chick analogies, but hey, sure, whatever. <laughs> That's my uh, second one today. I should probably stop. It's your fan, Robert. If, she, if she's Robert, fat, be like, it's you, Bo. What Robert did I be say like, earlier? Bring your, what did Robert, Robert be like, bring fucking fat chick. God. <laughs> Robert, Robert be like, girl, bring your big Michelin man looking ass over here. I fuck shit. Bad. Just. <laughs> you have to be a cowboy to understand that's all i'm gonna say i don't know what cowboys you hang out with y'all used to work at the expo center like i don't know what cowboys you hang out with cowboys you have like the finest wives i don't know what you do where you get this fat girl thing bro it's a like, hit and miss it's a hit I and miss i ain't never seen a cowboy with an ugly wife before in my I life have. i have i have go to tennessee I go to well, Tennessee every day. They look all right. 
Tennessee every day. Shut up, ourselves. I literally I, I, work, I work there. I work in Tennessee, but I live in Alabama. Yep. Okay. In the middle of fucking adventure with Gila Monsters and Jubal Robbers and Gangs of Honor. I know. Welcome to Alamogordo, Mexico, where the only thing there is to do is go to motherfucking Albertsons. And White Sands. But yeah. What's the best thing to do in Alamogordo? Leave. <laughs> Ouch. I can, I can hear. I can hear a cowboy in Belton right now saying, what the hell is there to do in New Mexico other than go to Walt White's house and the Kirky, whatever the fuck they call that shit. <laughs> I don't Albuquerque. Like Mexicans. Albuquerque. It's like, they got they, new Mexicans? I don't even like They got new Mexicans? Oh, hell no. We got to build that wall. Wait, right wait, now. wait. So we built a wall so they done made New Mexico? No, it's been here. That I was Trump's. It. That was the Trump's, Trump's heat with Trump's the Mexicans. They made new ones. They're going to make a new... I'm 100% fine with paying for a wall. It just has to be on Florida. Keep, yeah. keep, keep people from Florida away from the rest of civilized society. So what's, what's your what's your hate about Cubans? Oh, I'm nothing against Cubans, but if you in Florida, I don't care what race you are. But that's where that's where half of the Cubans end up is in Florida. Then go to Texas. I don't know. <laughs> don't go to Texas. No more. Let's yeah, like AEW, they just need to stick with what they have, right? Stick with what you have in Texas. Don't let no one in. Let no one out. They can let a few people out. Okay, well, yeah. Cardi B, maybe. Cardi B, what? Is she Cardi B doesn't live in Texas? No. I don't know where Cardi live at. <laughs> she live in she live in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, oh, what a surprise. The dirty dirty A, dirty Atlanta. Yeah, like she tried to get offset to move to New York with her. The worst thing you can do is try to move a person from the south. To New York. Like, New York. That's like the worst. That's the worst thing you can do. Somebody asked me, what's the worst thing you can do to a southerner? Try to get him to move up north? Like, you know I, I would not want to live up there. Fuck that shit. And you know she was aggressive as hell asking some fucking bucks. <laughs> Bro, ain't like this all y'all do is just stand on the stoop all day and talk shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah B. Yeah. yeah, B. It's all we do. It is. <laughs> Boring as hell with them child sized rats and shit. For real. Anyway, my point is AEW, you need to book me because I just made way more sense developing one of your top stars out of well, Adam Gage. They ain't gonna sign you out of Alamo Gordo, Mexico. That's what they, I mean. <laughs> New Mexico. That's for sure. Yeah, the worst job. Uh, but Paige hit the dead eye on Hardy. Uh, private Party distracted the ref. Then Hardy hit the side effect twist fate for a near fall. All 50 members of the Dark Order took out Private Party. So you got all these white dudes, I mean, these two young black men. Oh, here we go. Here didn't we like go. I didn't like that either. I, I had flashbacks. Of what? <laughs> <laughs> of horrible times in this country, all right? Say, Bro, that reminds me. A lot of shit in a year. I have flashbacks. That reminds me of a time where <laughs> they tried to do the new NWO, and they had Booker T in the group at one point, and then he was the only one God shocked because of the face. I was like, what kind of shit is this? Yeah, like, hell didn't, no. didn't Sean say the most unlike? Underlying racial thing ever. What do you yeah. say? He didn't belong, or what do you say? Or he's not he's the type. I don't know. Then he kicked him in the face. It's like, what kind of bullshit is this? I was like, he's the coolest, most athletic one of all you motherfuckers. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> just like, wait. I legit said at the time, even as a kid, I, I'm pretty sure I said this to Marcel because I knew you at the time. Probably, I'm pretty sure. 
I was just like, do they really kick Booker T out of the NWO because he's black? Probably. Uh, I was shocked. I was just like, I, I Sean's a lot of things, but racist? Maybe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm from Texas, but still. So, uh, Paige pinned Hardy after the buckshot, Larry. Wasn't this different for this match that Matt had to pay, like, all of his quarterly earnings or some shit to Hangman? Yeah, the, the, the half of his earnings for 2021. Which nobody cares about because they don't know how much money Matt makes. And it's more than everybody else there, so why give a shit? And he's like Cameron Grimes, baby. He's got the money. Cameron Grimes is actually no, and hilarious. Uh, oh, Adam Page is fun and hilarious. You ever see a cowboy get drunk? Every Wednesday on Dynamite. Yes, he's he's great. So we had the match that Rike has been anticipating. Mm. Face of the Revolution ladder match. We had- <laughs> as soon as you said that. <laughs> we had Max. Uh, it was Max Caster, the rap dude they got. I had no idea who the fuck he was. I was like, who the hell is that guy? He's one half of the acclaimed. I forgot what his tag team called. Who? That's the tag team on there. A tag team that wasn't in the tag team battle royal. Nope, because Max Caster. Jesus fucking Christ. They didn't seem to have a Jim Crockett senior tag team tournament. So they can fuck that up too? Yeah. <laughs> but they have enough teams to do it, so why not fucking do it? Uh, Lance Archer, Scorpio Sky, Penta El Cierro Meadow, Cody Rhodes... Remember when Cody got his name back and he said it wasn't going to wrestling? Uh, <laughs> and the mystery six man was all ego Ethan Page, fresh off of Impact, which means nobody knows who he is except AWL. Yeah, I knew who all ego Ethan Page was. I also know who Ethan Page is, but a wrestling fan. So. Yeah. Everybody else? Wider audience? Not so much. People who pay 50 bucks for the show know who he is because they're the ones willing to pay 50 bucks. Damn, they didn't at least do like a... They didn't at least do like they did. Um, what's that guy's name? Eli Drake. They at least like when they debuted him, they at least gave him a microphone so he can tell everybody who he was. No, Ethan Page was a mystery because we had to get to the slider match right goddamn now. So you know, he came out. Crowd was like, "Yeah, we know this guy because there's only we all know this guy." And Cody has his special entrance through the middle of the stage. Never Cody never come through the tunnels. Always through the middle because Cody wanted to be Triple H. I want to be Triple H so. <laughs> I li- I didn't. I recently. Well, not this isn't even recently. Cody wanted to be Triple H, and Brandy wanted to be Steph. Mm-hmm. It's like the great value version. Yeah, I mean, with things like Cody, I always say people want to emulate what they did in the past, but they don't want to figure out why it worked in the first place. The reason why Triple H was still able to be a top heel post Rock and Austin was because he was in main events with rocking off back in those days. So he had drawing power. I can't mm-hmm. say the same for I can't say the same for Cody. Right. He had that one big match with Randy Orton on a raw and that was it. Yeah, that was it. But Triple H was a I mean shit. If you go back to the two thousands, think about it. Who was Austin and Rock's primary villain? <laughs> Triple H. Exactly. So that's why Triple H worked as a heel and could still work as a heel to this day. Cody Cody's not quite the same. He's trying to play catch-up, basically. Cody's mm. most high-profile match. I, I swear it was against Randy Orton on that Raw, leading up to Battleground 2013. I'd argue it was his match with The Shield. Yeah, uh, when it was him and his brother. At uh, Battleground? That ta- yep, that tag team match with The Shield was the most The one that was match. better than Omega and Hangman and the Young Bucks? Yep. Yep. What a surprise. We found another match that was better. That match, first off, made Cody look like a star. Made the Shield look like monster fucking. 
Yeah. Made Dustin look like he was the <laughs> made Dustin look like none of that past shit he fucked up ever happened because Dustin was in his bag back then. Mm-hmm. So that that's probably Cody's most high profile match yeah. ever had. I think that's the biggest pop he's probably ever had. Yeah. Because that place exploded they, when they won. Yeah, because after that they didn't really do anything with either one of those guys. Not really. But they had well, I mean, they were having matches with the Usos. Yeah. But that was before the Usos became the Usos. Yeah. That was before Vince started seeing the value of having those two. That was before Vince realized that, oh shit, you're black? Well, we're Samoan. You're black. (laughs) (laughs) Do some more of that. I mean, it's a podcast for another time, but it blows my mind that those guys were in the company for like seven or eight years and their first WrestleMania actually being on the card wasn't until WrestleMania 34. Yeah. Yeah, that blows my mind sometimes. You know, they had to me for a lot of that. No <laughs> one's meaner than to me. But <laughs> so this ladder match. Uh, at the top of this ladder was ladder was the Sonic the Hedgehog ring. Did you notice that? <laughs> they called it the brass ring because insider terms. We love them. <laughs> Ricky loved that. Whoever uh, whoever grabbed this brass ring would get a title shot against Darbus Allen. It would guess anybody, what happened on Dynamite that same week. Why any, anybody remember when Cody said nobody's talking about the competition at AEW? That was mm-hmm. bullshit because yeah. this when he said, oh, yeah, when you go backstage at an AEW show, nobody's talking about NXT. Yeah, Cody, because they're talking about it on the because the week he said that, because when he said that, you know what happened literally the week before? What? Bucks were cutting a promo on Jericho and MJF. One of the Bucks said that if, what, if it wasn't for them or AEW, where yeah, the fuck Jericho would be curtain jerking on the center. Oh, yeah, I saw that. So I'm like, one, no, he wouldn't. And two, yeah, nobody mentions that. Nobody mentioned the competition over here. Like, stop bullshitting, bro. Stop it. Everybody knows you're lying. Just stop it. So Jack Evans tried to interfere in this match also. I forgot who was trying to attack. Wait, who did? Jack Evans, your boy. Um, yeah, he did try to come out in this match again, too. Jesus Christ, he just needs the... Was, it this... Ar- was he trying to take out Archer? Or no. Maybe he was try- or maybe he was trying to help Max Caster. I can't remember. I think he was trying to help... He was trying to help out Matt. Yeah. He was trying to help out Caster, which made me think about your tag team. Why yeah, where was... Trying- Why is he trying to help you out? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then, by the way, I don't even think Jack Evans was on the AEW show. Probably not. And then so they promoted him twice on the pay-per-view, but did it did nothing with him the next following week. And then he got taken out by 10. Evans did. And then Jake Robert later in the match after a whole bunch of spots. There was this one spot. Oh god. We're so had to take off the glasses for this one. There is this one spot where uh Ethan Page, yes, it was Ethan Page. He had um Archer set up between the an open ladder, right? So he was closing the ladder on Archer's back, you know. How you do? So was it was it Scorpio Sky that came in? Yeah. So Scorpio, Scorpio. Sky, they were doing moves. Archer had to sit there on his hands and knees in between this ladder because he was waiting for the spot when uh, Paige would use the Splash Mountain on on Sky onto the ladder so it fell on Archer. Archer was sitting there for like thirty seconds. <laughs> Poor guy. Just he waiting. was. He was just, just waiting for the spot. I was like, 
this man is still sitting here, bro. <laughs> I was like, poor Archer. What the fuck? Like, yeah, it's one of the things that took me out of the match. Like, who booked this shit? <laughs> who booked this shit? Like, this guy, he, like it, that was just, it was just a visual, right? They were, because Paige and Scorpio were, like, going off the ropes and every damn thing. Meanwhile, you had Archer sitting there like a damn dog in between that open ladder, like, are they going to do the spot yet? <laughs> I'm tired of being on my hands and knees. Are they going to do the fucking spot yet? Then, they, then he finally did the spot, and I was like, just... Yeah, I thought it was uh, an okay ladder match overall. So Jake Roberts uh, attacked uh, Ethan Page, like clotheslined him or whatever. And then he got taken out by Penta, but the winner was Scorpio Sky. So he faced Darby Allen for the. He will face. Well, he did face. Uh, he win. did, and then he lost. And then guess what, Marcel? Guess what happened? Uh, he got, Darby got jumped. Yes, yeah, Scorpio Sky is now a heel. <laughs> he hasn't been on TV for months. Might as well make heel. He's been doing that. Uh, He's been doing some, he's been doing one of their fucking internet show podcast thing. But sure, yeah, let's turn Scorpio Sky heel. Uh, Christian debuted, Christian Cage debuted. And you know what he did, Rike? What? He came out, signed his contract, and then he left. No promo. <laughs> no mic. No, no banter with a heel. No kill switch. Just signed his contract, and waved a little bit, then he left. Sounds like yeah. a segment for TV. Yeah. And I'm- yeah. The funny and the funny the segment they had on TV was the same they should have probably had on the show when he almost kill switched Omega. But I mean, I understand why they could. I'm like, what was what was wrong? They still could have had Omega come out there for an appearance. That's an appearance to tease something. I wouldn't have had Omega come out because he had his match later. I would have just had an underneath heel like Ryan Nemeth, maybe just you know, Christian comes out. You know, he signs his contract or whatever. Then Ryan Nemeth or some underneath heel that can talk comes out, talk shit about Christian and Paul White and all these old WWE fuckers coming in, taking spots and stuff like that. And then he tries to cheap shot Christian. Christian catches him, hits the kill switch. Boom, one, two, three, send the people home happy. But no, he just signed his contract and, and left. Yeah, it was very underwhelming. That's a very underwhelming way to debut a a Hall of Fame level talent. As all they really they really should have saved that whole thing for TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would I wouldn't have like put that on a fifty dollar pay per view. Or if shoot, you could have had him interfere in a match or something. I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would uh, and I like his gimmick though that outwork everybody. That's okay. That's an insider term anyway because everyone knows that Christian was a better worker between him and Edge. So. That's why they did that. I'm like, no one's going to get that, but Mark's like us. It's funny because I was telling my dad about it, and I was just like, Christian can really outwork Kenny Omega. And then my dad goes, well, what does that say about the AEW roster then? That 56-year-old man can out-wrestle them. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's a good point. (laughs) I mean, shit. That's not false. So Darby Allin Sting had a street fight with Ricky Starks and Brian K. Loved it. This wasn't bad. Now I call bullshit. BK, I, if anything from Revolution, I think you should check this out. Just saying. I'm not. Internet. I'm not grimacing or anything. I'm just grimacing because I'm trying to pop my neck. Anything. Oh. <laughs> now I call bullshit on uh, someone saying that this was better than the gay styles. I don't take it, man. Oh yeah, it definitely wasn't, but it was definitely worth something to check out. I mean, there's a lot of crazy shit going on. Uh, Darby almost killed himself. Like that spot where where Cage <laughs> Hobbs swung. Yes. Like his glass pal. I was like, oh fuck. That was wild. 
Um, the thing that killed the match for me a little bit was that they were doing live commentary over it. Yeah, yeah, they could they could have dealt without the commentary. I'm like, this shit is pre-taped. Why are you trying to do live commentary over it? <laughs> but everybody knows this shit pre-taped. So that was a little dumb. But overall, you know, not a bad street fight. Um, except the finish. Well, you didn't like the finish either? God damn it, Marcel. You didn't like that finish either? Sting <laughs> pinning starts? No. Oh, fuck no. What? We talked about this on Instagram, Paul. I know. No. But- we said that Sting should, if Darby and Sting win, Sting should not get the pin. No, like it should be, should have been, if anything, Darby pinned Darby. and Starks. Yeah. Well, I was okay with it because it was Sting. So I guess well, I'm like, biased. Sting is, Sting is 60, <laughs> Sting is what, 60 years old? He's literally uh, 65. He's one like how old. many, like how, how, how many more years does he have left he versus Darby? Now. Exactly. <laughs> like, why would, why would he go over, man, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. Enrique's response every time we explain AEW to him. <laughs> but still, there was no reason for Sting to pin Star. No, there wasn't because it was Sting though. I loved it. So that's how I'm gonna I'm gonna It would have been cool if it was like well, better yet, it would be cool for any generation. Let me stop myself. Like it would, it's not cool at all. Like what the man, god damn it. <laughs> Next match. Next match. Next match match is the final match. (laughs) Oh, God. Exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW title. Okay, guys, before we go further, I have to explain. I was on the message board when Brian Alvarez was trying to explain this match, bro. I was so upset. They were justifying every bullshit reason. And then they did a poll on that same chat saying that this wasn't a bigger dud than the Hell in a Cell in 2019. And I was just like, it's the same level of dudness. You mean there's no better than the other. It's the same level. And everyone's just like, no. And then I was just like, he's justifying it. And everyone on the chat room was just like, he's shitting on it. And I was like, yeah, he's shitting on it, but he's still saying it's okay. He's justifying it. Oh, he means this is a bigger, he said this isn't a big of a dud as when they called off the Hell in the Cell match. Yes, they still think that that's a bigger dud than the barbed wire thing. They're both bad. Very yeah, bad. but they're not. But yeah, I'm, but th- but I'm giving the edge to this match being worse for the simple fact that they said the ring was going to blow. Mm-hmm. They didn't they deliver. Lost. They over. They over delivered. They actually under delivered. Under delivered. Yeah. My bad. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because they said the ring was going to blow up, and the ring <laughs> didn't blow up. I've had piss. I have pissed in late night that was more exciting than those little. <laughs> But don't worry, it's not it's not oh, a hell in a cell ending. Come on, give me a break. Yes, like we said, that hell in a cell ending was dumb as shit. It made the fiend look bad, it made Seth look bad, but this match made ev- the whole company. Mm-hmm. Oh man, some shit that's gonna happen and it doesn't deliver, and not in the heel way where it's see, I had an idea for this, right? Mm-hmm. It probably wouldn't went over worse, but sometimes I like to control wrestling because wrestling fans can sometimes be the scum of the and uh, the customer is not always this, right. Fuck no, <laughs> I say this <laughs> wrestling, but I would have had Kenny announce this match, right, and then him hyping it up, doing vignettes and stuff. But then when the match came, nothing was set out. You ain't got no barbed wire. You ain't got no explosives. You ain't got nothing. And I would have had, and Moxley would have came out with his bullshit and been like, what the hell is happening? Where's all the crazy kill you stuff? And I would have had Kenny come out. He can't really cut promos. But I would have had Kenny come out and be like, are you dumb, stupid, or slow, John? 
Did you really think I was going to put my body on the line in a barbed wire? I'm mm -hmm. the face of this company. I am its champion. Why would I sink down to your level to defend my title? No, John, we're going to have a regular wrestling match. That's how I would have set that shit up. Like Kenny was lying the whole fucking time. Mm -hmm. I'm sure people still would have been pissed. But at the same time, but that's the heat, though. That's what gave him more. That would make you hate Kenny Omega. Yeah, he fooled John Moxley. He fooled the <clears throat> He a dick. <laughs> like my argument. That's a good idea, by the way, Marcel. I like that idea. But my argument was the whole thing was because Brian Alvarez kept justifying it, and I was just like, "You just don't book the match. Like, why are you going to have an exploding death bar yeah. warrior match to begin yeah. with? Why are you going to have them feud and have them have two death matches in the feud?" To me, that's like having Shawn Michaels and Triple H have two cage matches in one feud. Yeah, Legit cage matches, you know what I mean? Their feud not... started with that non-sanctioned. Exactly. It started <clears throat> off with a death match. Then they had a regular match for the title. Then they had a death match, and I'm like, wait. Mm, that's horrible booking. You should book them in a cage match. That's like if you do a three stages of hell, but you start with a hell in a cell, and then the second match is a regular wrestling match. And I'm like, what the fuck is the point <laughs> of this but yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, some you just don't book the match when they bounced yeah. off the ropes and the shit went off. That was, you know, that was that was all right to see. I mean, for what it's worth, the the standard the standard for this match was low. There's a low standard, so for what it's worth, they tried to have a wrestling psychology match that had explosives in it. Does that make sense? I think that makes sense. Yeah, but you know. John Moxley forgot about psychology and left WWE. No, actually, it's not even when he left WWE. It's just when he's in AEW. Because I said this before on Facebook when people were talking about his match with Kenta Japan show. And they were talking about another match, great match from Moxley. I'm like, damn, he's having good matches everywhere but AEW. <laughs> like, for what it seems like. I'm like, this man having good matches everywhere, but ex except the company he is signed to. How does mm -hmm. yeah. I'm like, how does that shit I was one of the people in the minority that when I heard about that match, I think Robert put it in a group chat. The first thought that came to my mind was, well, that ain't going to go over good because I'm like, what all are they going to do to each other? They're on TNT. They're on television. So how violent can this match get? You know what I'm saying? Compared to what Terry Funk and whoever else did these matches, right? Yeah. So I, I, I just – so I got off work, and that was the first thing I saw when I got on Twitter. Everybody was shitting on it. I'm like, well, I was right again. That's yeah, thing, it's though. just I'm like, like – what more can you do to each other that you didn't do in the non-sanctioned? Exactly. When y'all yeah. literally went through anything and everything and tore up the ring. Like, the mm -hmm. finish was damn... The finish was Moxley hitting the damn paradigm shift on Kenny on the boards of the ring. Like, ain't much else you can do after that that's gonna, like, go top that, except, I guess, blowing shit up. Which yeah, which was stupid. It's just, like, they were all in the booking room and it was just, like... You know what matches always were horrible and always sucked? Death matches. We should book the two best wrestlers in the world in a death exploding match. That doesn't make no fucking sense. Because Moxley don't want to wrestle. And it's just and everyone's all shocked, like Alvarez and Mesler and Tony Khan, like, oh, we're so surprised this was a dud. Ha ha ha. It was supposed to happen. Stupid Kenny Omega doesn't yeah, know how I'm, to make a bomb. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. Um Tony Khan took the pussy way out. Bora, he he popped me when he said that. I was like, of course, when the 
when a blame falls squarely on his shoulders, Danny hits a kayfabe button, right? Yeah, now, <laughs> now they now hit a kayfabe button. Like, it's just like, he, he pussed out. 100% pussed out when he was talking about, oh, oh, well, in the story, Katie Kid, you know, he'd set this match up as the heel and he didn't deliver. And then Moxie was on a time like, Moxie, you shouldn't. That was fucking stupid. They should have never had that Everybody match, blaming bro. Kenny to save face. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> come out and apologize and say you meant for something to happen it didn't happen you apologize to the fans and you won't do it again you won't lie yeah i know i heard reports that omega was mad backstage she was like what do you think was going to happen you guys thought you were going to have mad. the five the star classic match it was the shits like the everyone was going to per- a wet pop just like love this match like really Poor King. Poor I don't feel sorry for him. If he really thought that this was going to go over well, he deserves all the L's in the world. No, he tried. That's a thing. Yeah, he tried to make it look like the most devastating thing. And then, and then his you promo know. afterwards, he, the promo afterwards he cut was fine, trying to explain where he was talking about the reason I passed out was because when all those lights and sirens are going off and the things and blah, 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 it's like, I got flashbacks to when I was in the pen. And then the he said, I got flashbacks to when I was in the pen. And okay. We're going to take you to Sing Sing. We're going to take you to Rikers. And, you know, I got anxiety. I'm like, that's that's fair enough. That's, like, that's, 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 that's fine. I'll, I'll take that, Kingston. I'll take that. But Kingston's smart. Thank God he's street smart. Like, because Tony's like, Ooh. and then this, he's like, well, what did you guys expect was going to happen? Did you really want to see the ring blow up? Yes. 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 <laughs> if that's what you're advertising. Dumbo. You know, in ECW, when they advertised it, they all killed each other. At least I knew that they are going to kill each other, and that's what I wanted to see. Which brought it up, because ECW tried this in, like, 93, and it didn't go over well. Just oh, like and they also did it in 2000. They did it twice. And they fucked up in 93, and they apologized for it. They fucked up in 2000, and apparently it did, the bomb didn't go off. So the announcer and the microphone started making exploding sounds, which made it way worse. Well, yeah, too that happened. That happened in 2000. Yeah, they stopped caring. But it's just like, what did you, did you expect the rainbow? Yes, I expected to happen. What you advertised was going. I wanted to see Kenny's fucking guts all over the ring. It's what I wanted to see. I wanted that bitch to blow up. I wanted the camera to shake and shit. Like this is a bad damn J.J. Abrams movie. I wanted all the crazy shit. But I got Fourth of July spring. Gilbert. <laughs> yeah. And did you see that WWE made fun of them on Raw? Did you see that? They did something. They did something with the the fucking uh, Alexa Bliss put another curse on Randy Orton, and he started bleeding out black stuff again. But before she put the curse on him again, the ring blew up with flames. And then on Twitter, it was like, now that's an explosion. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that Raw and AEW are in competition with each other to see who can come up with the dumbest shit. But hey, there's two. Himself. There's two different Randy Orton's right now. So I, they lost me already. There's an evil Randy Orton and there's a yeah. good. Yeah. If that, I could tell Rand, if I could tell Randy Orton anything right now, bruh, feud with Soldier Boy is not the right time. It's not the right thing for you to be doing right now. If I could tell oh, Randy God. Orton one thing right now, I'm like, Randy, you have one inward pass left. Do not waste it on Soldier Boy. <laughs> Do not waste your last N-word pass on Soldier Boy. It ain't worth. That's fair enough. Of all people, you don't want to use the N-word, the last N-word pass on Soldier Boy. Yeah, use it on like I don't know. Bow Wow. Actually, you're definitely not. Like, yeah, <laughs> Bow Wow's bad. Use it on last. Okay, my bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, the way Lashley's rolling right now, I think Lashley could destroy, not destroy Orton, but I think he could beat Orton. Not if he get RKO'd. 
<laughs> nah, nah, that's the, that's the finish. That's the finish. He goes for the RKO in midair. Bobby Lashley gets that full Nelson in. It's over. Man, I, I, I'm hoping like they don't do what I think they're going to do at WrestleMania. I hope Jeez. they didn't like, I hope they didn't fucking have Miz take the title off Drew, give it to Lashley just to give it back to Drew. I have, I, I have a feeling that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they're gonna do with Lashley and Mania. I I'm still hearing rumors it's gonna be Brock versus Lashley. All right, that's yeah. I mean, I think Brock and Lashley is worth something now. Before it wasn't now. Like with the role Lashley's been on, yeah, that match can work now. I mean, it's worth something when he first came back until they had him lose to Roman twice. (laughs) What? Then then they had a few with Sami Zayn. Mm. Now that made me mad. Not that. Um, the whole thing I was somehow hit him in the nuts. Miro could have did that with Orange Cassidy during their match because when the ref's back was <laughs> turned dealing with Penelope Ford, Orange did that dumb shit where he puts his hands in his pockets and he does some slow kicks. And I'm like, Miro, hit him in the balls, bro. He can't defend himself. <laughs> Kick him in the nuts. The ref isn't looking. Like, a- but no, he didn't. So, but yes, uh, Omega beat Moxley. Then the ring did not explode. And Tony Khan pushed out on the response, and that was AW Revolution. What would you give it overall, Marcel? Give me your rating out of five. Let's do out of five. Oh, I would never get anything out of ten. Two and a half. Two and a half. Come on, you're not going to get to three. No. No. <laughs> Am I? That's because you. Okay, I, I guess because I liked one more match than you guys because I liked the first match. So honestly, if I had to pick the best match, it was the street fight. Yeah, that, that's yeah. <laughs> like that, that's okay, so I don't understand. So we both have the same like of. Uh, I guess it is that first match that was a determining half a star. It was the sorry, just, I, It wasn't like it was the match as a. It was the show as a whole. It just there wasn't a lot of good on it. Like I didn't care for the story between the for the tag titles. The casino tag team Royale went on too long, and in my personal opinion, the wrong team won. Uh, the women's championship I didn't care for. I definitely didn't care for Mio and Sabian. That was probably the worst match. That, <laughs> that was, was the worst match. Was I will agree. Match. Mostly, I was so turned off about I that match. I didn't care too much for the main event, but the main reason the main event sucked was because the ending. Right, the yeah. I mean, up like I said, mostly fine. I did like the, what was it, where uh, Omega got the paradigm shift off the apron onto that board, and then the, the explosion hit Kenny Omega's leg? That was crazy. That was... <laughs> That move was so stupid in the sense that that shit hurt Moxley more than it hurt. Like, yeah. Moxley went back version of this barbed wire boy. <laughs> I'm just like, you stupid. <laughs> 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 you fucking fool. You idiotic peasant. You well, so two and a half, three babe. stars. That's that's about it. Yeah, well, that's about right to me. I'll, I'll give it perfect half, two and a. Mm, that half... Mm, I love that finish to the Young Bucks match. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't. I had them fucking eight super kicks. <laughs> I was like, oh, you st- you're still kicking. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because they beat up Papa Buck, man. You got to kick him a lot. Yeah, fuck Papa Buck. <laughs> oh, hey, I don't like Papa Buck either, but. Um, just. Uh, was All amazing. right. So let's let's talk about what? NXT uh, this I week? Did. Yeah. I did. did you watch that? Yeah, I did. Uh, I did have a thing real quick because I was watching this Cultaholic video and one of the guys in there was talking about how he kind of he hasn't really been feeling EO's title reign. And I said this last week that I thought it was kind of lackluster too. And I think I found right, yeah. I, I listened I to back. Reason, I think I found the reason why. 
she doesn't have an opponent. So we talked no, about it, right? Because she didn't beat Charlotte. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I think that's the real thing that's really been holding EO's title reign back because at in your house, she pinned Rhea mm-hmm. to win the title. She never had that one-on-one with Charlotte because when Charlotte came back, I remember that I remember there was a story going around. I think it was Triple H and Vince. They were arguing about what to do with Charlotte when she got back because Vince wanted to obviously put her back on Raw, but Triple H wanted her to use her in NXT a little bit. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he if that's the case, he was going to use her to solidify EO. So yeah, she never beat she never had that one-on-one with Charlotte. She had another one-on-one with Rhea, and it was good, but really her not beating Charlotte just kind of puts a asterisk a little bit on EO's title. Mm-hmm. Because usually in triple threat situations, if the champion doesn't get pinned, they're first time for the shot with the new champion. But Charlotte never got that because she lost and then, well, she didn't technically lose, but she lost the title and then she pretty much went back to Raw like nothing happened almost. So, yeah, and then she got hurt by Nia Jax and then she came back and then now she's feeding with Oscar again. again. Like, so it's, so yeah, I think really. Maybe Charlotte, the real money match is like EO, Charlotte, and Oscar. No, I don't need a triple threat. I just need EO. Mm-hmm. I just need EO to face Charlotte and be Charlotte. But she might lose to Raquel, and they might give Raquel the title. I don't know. Yeah, I have a yeah. feeling that's gonna happen. Um, mm. which, which fine, I guess. Uh, they're building up Raquel. EO's had a long nine month reign. So. Oh, are they building up? She she was NXT champion, and then she lost it the same night. The tag team championships. That's... <laughs> Well, Let's they, talk they about took that the, real fast. They took the tag titles off her so they could put her in a title match with EO. That's why they did that. Which, I mean, it's it kind of like, why'd you put the titles on them in the first place? That's what I'm saying. Well, not, well, you do it, but you don't do it so fast, right? You wait a week or two. Here's what they could have <laughs> did, right? Go ahead. Oh, my bad. Here's what they could have did. You know, um, Regal calls, you know, them to the ring like he did. And before he can award them the titles... You have Shotzi and Ember come out and challenge them. And then Regal just be like, okay, cool. Whoever wins is the inaugural champions. And then you have Shotzi and Ember win it that way. But to give Dakota and Raquel the titles and then they lose them not even an hour later, kind of, you know, kind of pisses on the rain a bit. Yeah. That's what the titles. That's what everybody was mad at Triple H about. They were like, so Triple H gave us an hour long title reign. This man needs to be stopped. that's click style baby that's click style she gave he gave them that Dolph Ziggler when Dolph (laughs) had the world title for like a for like an hour and then he lost to Edge that same night Mm -hmm, that that was uh that New Year's right so yeah yeah I, I mean I think go ahead no no go I think what happened with Triple H was he thought about that all week long and then once the show came around he's like you know what would be a better match for TakeOver what, what's that, Paul? Uh, how about we do Raquel and Neo for the title? Well, you just, ah, well, we can have them lose the title later on in the night. All right. <laughs> That's what you want to do. Are they going to take over? What? Neo and uh, Raquel. I believe so. I think I saw them tease a little bit because uh, I think Triple H even put it in his tweet. I have to look at it, but I know Triple H tweeted Finn versus Cross, Cole versus O'Reilly. And I think he said EO versus Raquel, but I'm not sure. My concern is I don't I don't know if Raquel. Oh, go ahead. Is ready. Wait, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, Marcel. What are you about to say? O'Reilly's. Like, yeah. I could, I'm wondering who Pete because he already laid it on the challenge. He said I'm the best technical wrestler in WWE. And probably Thatcher, right? Well, it seems like right now Thatcher is doing this thing with Imperium, him and Champa. And Champa said he wanted to match with Walter. And I'm like, ooh. Mm. 
I could see that's that. a mistake. Uh, yeah. Look, anybody facing Vulture at this point is a mistake. But <laughs> in my fantasy booking brain, right? I'm thinking Brian's gonna lose a fast lane. We already know mm. it. Oh yeah. I would just love for him to come down and be like, I'll fight you. I'm like, shit. He done versus yeah. Brian. Mm. I have a match mm. the rest of the damn weekend. Yeah. Uh, what are you about to say, Robert? I was gonna say, do you guys think Raquel is ready? Do you think she's ready to be in that spot with the yo? Uh I honestly at this point, I I she's gotten much better, Raquel has, no doubt about it. Um, we won't, honestly, we won't even know till we see it. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I'm basing on the last match I saw from her. I think she's gotten better, like Marcel says, but her problem still right now is her selling. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think she's quite ready with the selling. Well, if you're comparing um, Rhea, shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> nobody sells better than Rhea. Uh, Rhea just, woof. <laughs> Rhea, Rhea. Yeah. Her and, uh, who, who else? Cesaro sells well. Um, Drew, give me, Drew, give Drew. me some girls, give me some girls that sell well. Charlotte, Charlotte, uh, um, Bailey, so Bailey, Sasha, 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 only because she's so small too. <laughs> That's that works Heidi. with her. Heidi could sell well when she was there. EO can sell well. Uh, EO should. Yeah. That's my point. So my point is EO can sell. So maybe the match should be Raquel doesn't I mean, sell. Dakota. I mean, really, really, truly though, is Raquel ready? I mean, in my opinion. Who else does she have to face? But um, yep. in the case of Raquel, yeah, in the case of Raquel and EO, you really don't have to worry about Raquel selling so much because there's obviously a big-ass size difference. Yeah, yeah. So so it's really going to be a case of, you know, EO bumping around for the most part. That's how the match should go. Yeah, like, I'm not – yeah, I don't, I'm not really thinking about Raquel selling, you know. It, it's just – if she was in there with Rhea, if she was in there with Rhea, Charlotte, or um, Nia well, – God, not Naya, but uh, <laughs> but if she was in there with girls like that, then yeah, she has to sell. But Eo, nah, nah. I mean, obviously, Eo's gonna have a few big spots where she's gonna sell. Where Raquel's mm-hmm. gonna sell, but it, you know, for the most part, Eo get her. Eo will get her where she need to be because oh, yeah. Eo knows what to do in this. So. Yeah. I can't wait. To, I can't wait to see the match. I think this is gonna be a really good takeover. Because I mean, I think if they give the title to Raquel, at least Raquel has more people to chase her for the title. Yes. I mean, I've, I've always, I've always liked for the heel to get chased as opposed to the babyface getting chased. That's always been my preference. I mean, there's avenues because you know she, if she beats EO, you got Ember. Still. Yeah. You know, you got Ember, you got Shotzi, you got both of them. You got Zoe Stark. <laughs> they're they're obviously going to be Stark into something. You got her. Yeah. You could. I mean, you could probably turn her baby eventually and have a feud with Dakota. Like, yeah. Um, as far as like, back. as far as who can beat her, that that's anyone's guess. Like I, I said, I'll say the same thing I said about Cross. Like, I'm pretty. It's it's inevitable. Cross is going to be thin for that title. The yeah. Only thing with Cross is I I don't know who I don't know who you can have beat him for the title. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think Cross might be a case where. All right, you're moving up to either Raw or SmackDown, so you're just gonna have to hand over the title. I you mean, can't go up there with it. They had a guy mm. across. Keith Lee. No, not Keith Lee. Yeah. Damian Priest, but they called him up. So Yeah. No. Okay, yeah, Priest could have beat him. Uh but if I mean if we eh, let's 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 fantasy book it. Let's look at the field. Who who? I mean, easy easy money would be Maybe a Kyle O'Reilly, if you want to give it to Kyle, he could eventually do. Uh, 
Cole. You can give it to Cole. Yeah, I, I mean, if, if it was me, I I wouldn't have Drew lose until he got to the main roster. That that's just how I would do it. Mm-hmm. You know, have his ass come up there like real strong, like oh, nobody's ever beaten this guy. He hasn't lost at all, not in NXT, not WWE. Period. So he out. comes up there with, so he comes up there with something. And the only difference between him and Oscar is Cross is a guy I can see Vince fall in love with. You know, oh, yeah. just especially if he's got Scarlet there too. It's just out of the park. So, fuck. And there's so many money matches to do with Cross on the main roster. You can do Cross versus Orton, Cross versus uh, Reigns, Cross versus McIntyre. I, I've been saying this since he came there, but I don't think he's going to be down there very long. Not at all. Like, no, that, that might, guy is money. Hell, he might have got called up to the Keith if he can get hurt. Mm. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I mean, we're it's kind of circling back to the Andrade situation. I don't think they have to let guys walk out the door. If guys don't feel like they're making anything of themselves in Raw or SmackDown, NXT should be an option. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, it should, especially when Raw's dead in the water. Yeah, like I, I like I hate guys like leaving the company because they're not getting used, you know? Yeah, I just – so much TV time. <laughs> you know, you mm-hmm. a lot of these guys. Like, that's yeah. the thing when they said, um, what, like when they said – Apparently, Alistair wanted to go back. They said Ricochet. I think I heard one. They said Andrade was posting pictures of NXT title and shit, so he wanted to go back. Mike and Maria wanted to go when they were still there, but they said no. Which that's what I was saying before. <laughs> I was like, y'all have already killed Mike. Like you've killed him. You can't do anything else with him on the main roster. You had him come in, and then you gave him that cuck storyline with Maria. Have him being verbally emasculated every single week. There's nothing else for him to do. The crowd, mm-hmm. the main crowds don't give a shit about him. Nope. Because y'all buried him six feet deep. Right. So just let him go to NXT and let him do whatever, let him reinvent himself or do whatever he was going to do. But no, they didn't do that. So he just left. And that was like a popcorn fart. Like people say, people contribute, they're like, well, when he came into WWE, he was out of shape. I'm like, okay, sure. But he got into shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they were sitting there promoting the whole thing when he they were sitting there promoting him going to rehab for his drug addict for like his drinking and drug addiction. Y'all didn't do nothing with that after. You know, that could have been a good baby face story. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That could have been a great baby face story for him. Like, you know, he was struggling with all these addictions when he came to WWE and this right shape. And Maria was there for him and all this other kind of stuff. You could have made them a good baby face tandem. And Anybody who saw, like, what? Maria left WWE, what? She was, like, the ditzy interview girl. Mm-hmm. Maria came back a fucking force. Like, Maria can talk. Yeah. When she got an ROH. She got a mouth. That girl can talk. Yeah, she she so, got some heat on her. Like, she's great on the mic. So, yeah, had her be Mike's manager, all that other kind of shit. And when I was watching 205 Live, they were more or less doing good on 205 Live. But nobody watches 205 Live, so nobody watched that. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, I'm like, why don't you just let these guys go back down to, you know, NXT, see if Triple H got some... I understand if they want to go back down, Triple H is like, well, we ain't got nothing for you to do. Yeah, That might be the case for some of them, which I would get. But some of them are just like, I want to go to NXT. Vince is like, no. Nah. Or or mm-hmm. at least, like, let him be a part of the draft. Yeah, he should be part of the draft. Yeah. I mean, okay, Triple H, who do you want? Well, I want Ricochet, Andrade... Um, who else is in Keith Lee? Who else is in anything? Um, Anybody you've talked about over the past three years, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. You like do a talent, like do a do a um, do a talent exchange at least. Yeah. Like don't have these guys 
like somebody threw out the term saying, yeah, WWE hoards talent. I was like, yeah, to some extent that is true because they do have a lot of great guys on their roster that they don't really use, you know. So <clears throat> I'm like, in order to make good use of all these guys, like you're paying these guys money. When you're in WWE, you can't wrestle anywhere else but for WWE. All right, let them go back down to NXT or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. Um, even even whenever the travel ban is lifted, if some guys want to go back over to the UK and wrestle, let them wrestle in NXT UK. Like, you know, open a forum up. You know, you're such a big company. These mm-hmm. guys and girls, they don't they don't have to like just sit on Raw and SmackDown and just be at standstill. Like, they can go other places and make some of themselves. Yeah, like we were saying, or I had said before on other stuff. I'm like, when Cesaro wasn't doing anything. And before COVID hit, I'm like, just send Cesaro to the UK. Yeah. yeah. He had that match with Ilya on TakeOver, and that match was fire. So I'm like, just send Cesaro over there to the UK and let him do mm-hmm. Cesaro versus Walter? Shit. Yeah, Cesaro versus Walter? Yeah, that's money. Let's talk about a money match. Shit. Like, um, or Drew been talking for, I mean, he probably, I'm sure he still feels the same because that's his home. But shoot, Drew been talking for a minute. He's like, I want to go do something in the UK. He ain't got the title on him. When the travel ban gets lifted, if he ain't got the let Drew go do some of UK real quick. Yeah, that's like here's an my, episode or two. Here's my ideal WrestleMania scenario, right? So say Walter gets called up, travel ban is lifted, they go back to Wembley Stadium, main event for the WWE title over there, Drew versus Walter. Oh, Easy yeah. sellout. Easy sellout. Boom. <laughs> that's all you got to do, really. And, and, it, and, it, and it ends with Walter with the one, two, three. Yeah, easy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's just things you could do. Like speaking of travel bands and stuff, Jordan Devlin's coming over at least to to face Escobar to unify the two cruiser titles. When next week? Um, yeah, see, you guys were all talking mess last week. You're like, oh yeah, that's never going to happen. We weren't talking we mess. Said, we we said, said there's a travel, travel band. <laughs> yeah. You were the one oh. talking about some wise new defending the time. I'm like, because there's a whole pandemic going on. Yeah, fuck a pandemic. It doesn't sound like there's no pandemic going on now anymore. All right. <laughs> okay, Abbott. We did a whole <laughs> podcast, what, last week on this? Uh, So <laughs> in that match, I could see going either way. Because at first I was like, Devlin, but that's because I'm like a huge Devlin fan. That's Cabarro wins. Uh, it, it depends, really, because I'm like, okay, if you have – Escobar win. Then when Devlin goes back to the UK, you need to put him in that Heritage Cup scene ASAP. Mm-hmm. He need to be going in that. He need to move up and do stuff with that. If you have Devlin win, I'd shift Escobar over to the North American title scene mm-hmm. and have him start doing some stuff in that. Because he's been an alright cruiserweight champion, but to be real, no one cares about that title right now. So mm-hmm. kind of just holding it, which is a shame because he has a lot to offer him, Joaquin, and uh uh, Raul have a lot to offer. Raul, Raul Mendoza. So you know, you get them out, and then you move them up, have them be in the U, in the North American title scene, and you know, build it from there. Because Escobar, he's got charisma. He can talk. He speaks very good English. So yeah, he's a. I think he's really good in the ring. Yeah, he's good in the ring too. He was good. He was one of my favorite dudes in Lucha Underground. He was a uh, King Cuerno in Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. He was one of my favorite dudes in there. Like, Escobar is good. So. You got to lean into that. And plus, look, NXT ain't got no big Latino stars anyway, Mm-mm. especially since Damian Priest left. So you get, you slide Escobar in that spot. He ain't got to turn baby. No, he ain't got to turn baby. But 
We slide yeah. down the spot, and then boom. I'm like, look, he was kidnapping people when he first debuted. You can't have him beat. <laughs> the worst, the worst security in wrestling history in NXT parking lot. They're just kidnapping fools. The people are just getting jumped and kidnapped. Well, it's better than they don't go to that NXT parking lot, man. He might not be seen again. <laughs> nah, don't go to AEW. You'll get abducted <laughs> or assaulted. What, what the most Cornette call it? Abduct everyone wrestling. The most, the most diabolical structure in all of WWE. The NXT parking lot. For real. <laughs> not the Hell in a Cell, not Elimination Chamber, not War Games. The NXT parking lot. Then you got Thatcher and Old Man Champa. That's what he called himself, Old Man Champa. What did he call himself? Old Man Champa. Yeah. And they're feuding with Imperium right now. I saw that. I don't know how I feel about that. No, I think looks, they are. He looks like he's the same age as Triple H. He does. Because Bartell was... Because uh, Bartell was... Talking about it, I didn't. I haven't watched NXT in weeks. So last this week was the first time I watched NXT in a while. So I guess they're doing that because Bartel was uh, trying to get Thatcher to join Imperium because they used to have a team in the UK called Ring Comp. It was him, Thatcher, Walter, and I forgot who the f- but they were a stable in the UK for. So mm-hmm. that's the storyline. Uh, their tag team scene is still muddy over there. They got good teams. It's just that there still really isn't much structure to it right now. Is uh, Mark Andrews and uh, what's his face on tag team? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're in UK. Uh, oh, are you talking about the normal NXT tag yeah, team? I'm talking about the stateside tag team. Their tag team seems still a bit muddy. Like Lurkin Yeah, Lurkin they need to step it up, man. They need like, to send those young bucks. God. Like, <laughs> like Lorcan and Birch are the tag champions. And I like Lorcan and Birch. I've always liked Lorcan and Birch. I've been said they need to be the tag team champions, but the reign's been so lackluster because they're both playing second field to Pete Dunn. So they mm-hmm. haven't really been able to establish themselves as a dominant tag team, but they got good tag teams down there. I think MSK is good. They got a lot of energy. Uh, I really like the Grizzly Young veterans, mostly Zach Gibson. He's great. Did you ever see his stuff in UK? Yeah. He, he That man had the greatest heel heat in UK. He uh, he Didn't he win the second UK tournament? Yeah, and he yeah, done. yeah. No, I I like the Grizzled Young Veterans, but like you said, they're it's just not that deep of a tag team division. You got Breezango just came back. You got Legado del Fantasma. Uh, you asked me, they should have kept the Lucha uh, the Lucha House Party down there. They were having better matches there, and they were on SmackDown. Um, well, who else? Lucha House Party, MSK, <laughs> Grizzled Young Veterans, Imperium. I think that's it. Lorcan, yeah, Lorcan and Birch, Rizango. Yeah, that, that's... Oh, Everrise. Everrise! They're officially Ever-Rise part of NXT? Rules. Yeah, they've been in NXT. Oh, good for them. I think Everrise should be the next tag team champions. Come on, what? They're nope. a four-man no, Well, hey, no. They are, the, they are the next Young Bucks. They're a four-man Young Bucks, and that's an insult. And that's an insult to Everrise to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're cooler than Young Bucks sometimes. Sometimes. They got more personality. But it just, their tag team division needs some work. Like I was saying before, I don't know where you went, like Enrique, but I was saying Lucha House Party should have stayed in NXT because they're having better matches there than they were on SmackDown. I thought they were. Weren't they in a Dusty Cup or something? Yeah, they were, and they lost to Legato de Fantasma in the second round, I believe. Uh, I think that was one of the matches I missed. It's one of the matches I missed that I needed to see. That sounded like a really fun match. Yeah, they had lost Legato in the second round. I forgot who they beat in the first round. Because I was shocked they won in the first round. I was like, oh, y'all actually sticking around for a little bit. Okay. I thought they just put you here to fill out a spot. 
Yeah. You noticed? I guess we know who the weak link in that team was. Kalisto, Kalisto. who hasn't been seen since, bro. When Kalisto left, Metalik and and Lince started getting more match time. So <laughs> I don't know how that worked. They dropped Kalisto and they started prospering. So <laughs> I just find that funny. Yeah. Yeah. See, so NXT also had Kyle Riley come back. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, well, didn't interfere in the match, but he distracted Cole and Finn won. Mm-hmm. retained his title. Uh, LA Knight's going to have his first match next week. It's Broxton, right? I don't think it's against, I don't know if it's against Bronson. They didn't say, but Bronson. Yeah, it's sure. going to be against Bronson. They announced it was? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, because he attacked him, right? He, he yeah. started beef. Yeah, but he said, good luck in your match. He didn't say, I'm. So, and then later in the interview, he said, yeah, it's his first match next week. I mean, if they advertise as Bronson, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But if it wasn't, I'm sure Bronson would have showed up anyway. I'm sure. Um, they're doing Leon Ruff versus Swerve next week. That should be fun. Swerve is a bad guy now. I like it. Yeah, he, he's a heel. Um, Pete Dunn's match with Jake Atlas this week, Chris. <laughs> just watching that, I would just like, gosh, damn. Every time watching you work makes my <laughs> He was I was trying to. What was what was he doing to Finn Balor? He was getting his knuckles and he was just like digging it into his side or something. Oh yeah, he'd always done. Um, yeah, I know, but like I tried a, to do that to my girl. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, let me try did, that on you real fast. <laughs> he did like a Kimura with a Jim Break special, and I'm like, ugh, I'm nasty like, wrestling. Yeah, I was tingling. I'm like, ugh, god no. So, uh, that's injury, and he's like, I'm the best technical wrestler. Prove someone proved me wrong. Oh, uh, what else happened? Oh, also, uh, I think Dane and Drake Maverick. Why? I like that tag team. Mostly because I like. I guess. I mostly because I like Drake Maverick. Mm, I like when he. I liked him when he was Rockstar Spud. He he's better at Drake. <laughs> so what else happened on NXT? Uh, you had the women's tag title match. You had the women's title match. And then they had they had all the girls just standing out there, and I always hate them. Well, they just have all the women standing out there or all the men standing out there. That must always be so hokey. Like, why is everybody here? You remember, um, what show was it? I think it was, like, before Survivor Series or something. And they had, like, all the Raw and SmackDown guys on the ramp for, for on the stage for something. And there were some NXT people in there. Then you had, then it was just so funny because Champa was off to the side, right? And Nikki Cross is right next to him. And I'm like, they do not belong. <laughs> Why the fuck do you have everybody out here? I forgot what the fuck. When was this? It was like a couple years ago. Was it when NXT invaded the Survivor Series? It was mm. like around, it was around that time, but I forgot why everybody was on the was on the stage at that. It might have been like the draft. It might have been Susan G. Komen. Or, it it might have been a charity thing. I can't remember, but it was just weird that you just had a lot of people that you had a bunch of people who shouldn't have been out there out there. But I don't remember that. I, I forgot what show it was. But speaking of Nikki Cross. I don't know what they're going to do with I'd send her back to NXT. No, Tony Storm and speaking of Nikki Cross, my bad. Tony Storm and uh, EO went at it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, said so the women's title match and the women's tag title match. Oh, my bad, my bad. No, I just want to point out I like uh, Tony Storm's gear. I did. Nice Motley Crue gimmick. Oh. Come on. Oh. You didn't like the Nikki Six gear? Fuck no. One Dude. Motley Crue. It did not. Well, of course. Well, I, I'm pretty sure you listened to one Motley Crue song. Let me look this up real quick. <laughs> he just completely just dips. Let me look this up. Hold on. Let me look. Let me look. Just look it up. Look it up. If I did. Well, okay. Well, to give you the benefit of the doubt, 
um, that uh, the 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 tribute that she gave Nikki Six was part of the worst album, Theater of Pain. So I mean, nothing good came from the album besides Home Sweet Home. I'll take your word for it. You gotta know one Motley Crue song. Robert. I watched a little bit of The Dirt. That was it. Oh yeah, that was a good movie. I love The Dirt. I'm oh, sad. Yeah. I really cannot tell you one Motley Crue song off the top of my. Yeah, that is swimming. Uh, I, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't tell you one. But Nikki Cross. Oh, one last thing on Tony Storm's gear. I didn't like it because it didn't make her butt look. But, you know, <laughs> stripes are thinning. But Nikki Cross, I put her back in NXT too. I don't know what they're doing with her. I don't even think she's on TV no more, right? Nah, she's released a couple of videos on like her YouTube channel talking about stuff, like cutting promo type deals, but they're not doing anything with her, especially since Alexa's is now doing her. She's done with Alexa. Alexa's like done with her or whatever, so. Right, yeah, I still don't understand. So I'm assuming that this is leading up for like Randy Orton versus The Fiend. Yeah. Unfortunately, at WrestleMania. Another, probably, I don't know what it is. Possibly a hell of a sell. All these I think so. Doing. Why don't Randy and Bray have good matches? Whoa, whoa, whoa time no, out. They had one good match. Where? Win. Uh, what was the first? See, you struggling to remember it. That, no, that's no, the no, indicator no, right there. no, 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 no. <laughs> it was the one where uh was it no mercy no mercy the one where it was the uh, aj styles john cena and dean ambrose was the first match but then bray wyatt and randy orton made evented and they actually had a good match i i prefer randy's match with luke harper over any of his matches with bray wyatt that one match he had with luke at elimination chamber was awesome the one that made yeah. luke harper look like a star that they didn't push yeah like mm-hmm. i i was really I was I was really bummed out for dude that that match didn't turn out to a triple threat match. That's what I thought it was leading up to, but it should have, um, yeah. Like adding Luke to that match would have made things a lot better because Luke and Randy had great chemistry. I, Bray and Randy, they don't the chemistry just ain't there. Damn sometimes, quick. yeah, sometimes you can wrestle a guy for the first time and like some things will be off, but there's times where if y'all just don't click, y'all just don't click. Like Bray's I, best opponent is Brian, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Even as the fiend, like even as the fiend, everyone was talking shit like, "Oh, he's fucking everyone up." Blah blah blah. Well, he didn't fuck Daniel Bryan up because they actually had a good match and a good feud. I want to say he had a good match with Seth before he was a fiend. I think it was on like either a Raw or something like that. Oh, I'm sure he did. But his best Seth and Bray Wyatt. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, because Seth was on a roll, and then Bray Wyatt was just probably chilling. He didn't even. I don't think Bray Wyatt had a good match with Finn. No, nah, his when he debuted the fiend, that match was great. Oh, well, I mean that was yeah, that was a squash though. When he snapped Finn's yeah. neck and sent him back to NXT. Yeah. <laughs> he murdered Finn and sent him back to NXT. That's pretty much what happened. Which well, we're gonna well, I'll get on Finn real quick. I know people said it was like, oh man, they ruined Finn Balor. Finn was washed in WWE. That man went back to NXT and said, Shut the fuck up. He said, Who washed? Finn Balor ain't washed. Yeah, in my opinion, he's the best worker in WWE. Right that, that's Finn, yeah. yeah. He, went back he, he went back to NXT and completely reinvented himself. Yeah, he's he's going he's going out there, main eventing these takeovers and just wrestling. Like, he ain't doing anything extreme. He's no crazy spots. He's just doing straight-up wrestling matches, and they're good. You know, and like, people are going like crazy. Yeah, like the shit he would do in Japan that everybody was raving yeah. about. That's pretty much what he's doing now. Yeah. And which makes me think, too, I'm like, that's another person who go down. I'm like, fuck it. Bring Shinsuke back. 
Yeah. I want to see Finn Balor and Shinsuke a lot more times. They have like they this, fought one time on NXT. Like this Finn versus like current or at least past NXT Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had this. one match. They had one match on TV. What in 2016? Like right before Finn went off to the main roster. Mm-hmm. I want to say yeah, yeah, they did because I was. I watched that match like match. a month or two ago. Yeah, that yeah, was, that was going away match. Really uh, I Shinsuke, I'd send back. Uh, I just, I'm just going off, and I guess this can be the final topic we discussed tonight. Just guys that could have been something that got called up from NXT. Like, I don't know why they don't do anything. Hey, how about this? How about we each take turns, like, five guys you would send to either NXT or NXT UK? Okay, five? Yeah. Five. Okay, Marcel, go first. Ooh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll just do NXT because UK had to think a little bit longer on fit that style. Five guys I'd send to NXT right now. It could be male and female? Yeah. Um, Nikki Cross. Uh, Nikki Cross, Shinsuke, Ricochet, Alistair, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Oh, okay. I like that one. Only because I like Dolph Ziggler. All right. So I guess my five would be, I guess we're all on board with Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of a girl, too, that I would send down there. Nia Jax. <laughs> she would hurt less people. <laughs> she would hurt less Jax. people. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, Chad Gable. Yeah, I can see Gable. Chad Gable has a single star in NXT. Hit a couple right of matches on 205. Mm, my five. Uh, Cesaro to UK, Nikki Cross to UK, um, Shinsuke to NXT, fuck, Ricochet to NXT, and I sent Dolph to NXT too. Give God Dolph damn. Some, okay. Yeah, just Dolph needs to get in a new environment. I've been saying that yeah. for years. Yeah. Like, uh, I if thought he's not going to he leave. Yeah, like go wrestle somewhere different. Like he's been in that system for so long. Like let's see what you can do somewhere else. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. like because I I thought in 2016 I thought for sure when his contract was about to be up I thought maybe he'd take that trip to Japan. I was like, yeah. okay, go to Japan for a couple years, you know, get something under your belt, make a name for yourself, and then come back to WWE. But he he just needs to get out of that environment for a while. And besides, like. I don't mind the team of him and Drew and Ziggler, but Rude doesn't really need him. You know what I'm saying? No. No, not at all. I mean, I do like the tag team too, but Rude just needs to be a single star. He needs to go yeah, after uh, Roman as a baby face. Honestly, Bobby, I just... Bobby Rude's a great heel. I keep him heel. Yeah, I, I like the idea of uh, Kaylee Ray and Nikki Cross, that matchup intrigues me. I've, I've oh, never... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't... I mean, y'all might know, but I don't know if there's a record of those two ever working together. But Nikki's Nikki's wild ass style versus her technique, like that, that's gonna be a great match to me. No, like like I pretty I pretty much agree everything you said about Dolph. Like he Dolph always likes to tell that he's the best pound for pound, right, in the company wrestler, all that shit. Right. Okay. If you're not gonna leave, improve it go to ROH or fucking go to ROH Japan, right. wherever, right. go to NXT and prove it. Right. Like go, go down yeah. to NXT because it And you can have it be like, he doesn't have fresh. to be a baby face or a heel. He can just start just wrestling. Like, like, I just say like a, like a, like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a challenge, like an open challenge. Yeah. Like he's, he just calls he's, people out. 
And then like Adam Cole fresh. shows up. Roderick Strong versus Dolph Ziggler already sounds like money. <laughs> there you go. Like he's it's fresh. Like he goes somewhere fresh. He can work with new talent. He can help probably revitalize his whole, re-energize mm-hmm. himself, reinvent yeah. himself and all that. Like like you said already, Roderick Strong. Like just potential matchups already. Roderick Strong, Cole, Finn Balor, O'Reilly, Finn, Gargano, Champa, Thatcher. Like he has a bevy of talent he can work with down mm-hmm. and produce just like good to great matches. Yeah. Uh, oh shit. Who else? Uh, him and Cameron Grimes would be an interesting little clash. Him and uh, hell, him and Loomis. Fuck it. He can get something out of Loomis. Yeah. Him and LA, like LA Knight. Him and Bronson would be an interesting match. I'd like to see Lorkin, Birch, Pete Dunn, 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 like yeah. Dunn versus Ziggler. Oof. Swerve, like, and that's the so cool thing about Ziggler. He can he can still go. You know what I mean? Ziggler is just like you guys said. He just needs a different environment, and yeah. you know, yeah. Go on. Yeah. So yeah, with Dolph, like I've been saying for a couple of years, like fucker, just put Dolph in NXT. See what he can do. Put him in NXT. <laughs> That I think personally at this stage in his career, that's like the best place for him. Mm-hmm. Put him in NXT for about a year or two. Call it quits after. Yeah, and come back up, do whatever, and then boom, peace out. Hell, go to AEW, get a big check, and do nothing. That's what Big Show's doing. <laughs> that's what Christian's about to do. So No, I, I think he's about to try to feed with Kenny Omega for some odd reason. I don't think Christian's going to be there long. Like, they like. Like with Big Show, it's just like Big Show's nearing the end of his career. He took a big money yeah. contract from AEW. He gonna do whatever he gonna do, and then he gonna be out. Yeah, first I kinda, ballot Hall of Famer anyway. Yeah, selfishly, I I kind of want Triple Christian to come back to WWE. I want to see him Randy at least have one more. Yeah, those totally. one more match. Yeah, all those matches. I was like, I don't like everybody about the same match over and over. I wouldn't mind if they did Christian and Randy like every fucking. I that wouldn't mind that because those matches are always yeah mm-hmm. like totally but it's like they're they gonna get the contract you know Tony gonna chill and pay them pretty much whatever the hell they want and you know off name value alone because you know he don't know the value of a dollar and his money is his daddy's money. this anyway so they gonna get the big money contract gonna do the thing and boom because he's a like like I said big show first battle hall of fame yeah so when he go in he gonna be in he already know and you know, you know, for the most part, depending on who it is, Vince don't give a shit. <laughs> like Vince know it's about money. Vince yeah, I heard about, uh, Vince know I, it's about the business. I heard Vince actually called him up and congratulated him and said it was good for the rest of the business in general. Yeah, he said yeah. Too. And Jericho said that too. No matter whatever bullshit Jericho be talking about, Vince told him No, same. because Vince Vince is like, if you made him money, he's gonna be like respectful yeah. and nice to you no matter what, no matter yeah, what. They should made him a lot of money. So it's like have made him a hell of a lot of money, yeah. And Vince has famously said, if I offer you something and you don't like it, use my offer to go somewhere else to get more. Vince mm-hmm. has famously said this. Yeah. This is an open secret that this is his opinion. Like if I offer you something and you don't like it, you can take, I don't give a shit. Take my offer and try and get more money somewhere else. I'm, I'm pretty sure Vince is just like, yeah, I'll give more eyes on the other company, but you know, it's still not superior to my company. So it's like, am I really losing? No. So yeah, Vince, they only know you because of me anyway. It's like they know exactly. you because of me anyway. Like yeah, Vince ain't sweating AEW like everybody else thinks he is. <laughs> Triple H not either, really. But no, yeah. no, Triple H shouldn't because he already knows like to him it's not a it's not a it's not a sprint it's a it's a marathon you know what i mean i'm pretty sure once nxt moves he's gonna prove that more 
I'm yeah, pretty sure our next season will be Knights. Well, it might not. Because now they're saying a, it's not? Well, yeah, because there's still it all depends on what the NHL does. Because apparently they still haven't come to terms with a ESPN. Yeah, with I USA heard they're, and stuff. I heard they yeah. still haven't come to terms with an agreement yet. So if the deal fall through, NXT staying where it's at. Mm-hmm. So they're still negotiating the money, the NHL and USA or and NBC. I honestly, I honestly like, I like, like I was telling you guys when this whole thing started, I like flipping back and forth and watching both wrestling shows. You know what I mean? It gives me back to my childhood to what I was doing when WCW and uh, WWE uh, F at the time. But it's not it's, the same. It's, it's definitely not the same for sure, but it's just that, ooh, There's what's no... on this channel? Oh, let's go, what's going on over here? You know what I mean? It, it was more exciting back in the day. It was more exciting back in the day because, one, there was no DVR. So if you just missed it, you missed it. And, two, there aren't any stakes now. Mm -hmm. Because back in the day, there were stakes. Like, this shit was literal war. Like, if WWE or WCW underperformed, that was it. They were going out of business. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, WWE ain't going to perform. WWE ain't going to be here for Mm -hmm. a while, a long while. And AEW, you know, if they go out of business, it's just... It, it'll suck for the guys there, but at the same time, it's just like, eh, well, they'll probably be, there's a lot of guys there that are good enough that'll be scooped up by one of the mm-hmm. other companies. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I guarantee you just off, just, just what I'm thinking, I could be wrong. I'm just shooting shit. But if AEW folded tomorrow, right? WWE will pick up Starks, mm-hmm. Kingston. Uh, they'll pick up Starks, Kingston, Darby. They, MJF. MJF, definitely. They'll pick up MJF. Jungle Boy. Uh, Hikaru, Jungle Boy. Maybe they'll go for Kenny again, but I think Kenny's a bit, I think he's kind of watered down. So if they do go for Kenny, they won't give him as much money as they were previously going to offer. Right. Uh, I would <laughs> definitely little, little ball Kenny. Uh, they'll take Cody back if Cody want to come back. They don't give a shit. They'll take Cody back if he want to come back. Uh, you know, even as much shit as John Moxley has talked, Vince will take John Moxley because oh, Moxley yeah. made him money. Because Moxley made him money at one point. And yeah, the, all, all three of the Shield did. He'll take Jericho back. Like, he'll take a lot of those people. Some of them will be spread out to the four winds, but a few of those people WWE will take. They'll probably take private part. Uh, I'm sure they'll take a couple of them tag teams. They won't take Dark. They ain't going to take Dark. No, nah, <laughs> like, none, none of the Dark Order. They, they ain't taking none of the Dark Order. They may take Anna Jay. Maybe but even that, they, no. Maybe even no, no. Come on, even they no. Take, they take Stu Grayson, but they take Uno. But I'm like... Uno. Oh, I love Uno. Like, they'll probably take Anna Jay. They take Anna Jay. Probably, I'm sure they take it out of everybody in Dark Order. They ain't gonna take Cole Cabana. They had him before, and they don't give a shit about him. They ain't gonna take him. Uh, he's a comedian. He's a joke. But like, just just running off the top of my head, like if AEW folded today, they would be taking majority of those guys. They'll sign a bunch. Some might get picked up by like Impact or ROH. Some might try and go to Japan, and others are probably scattered to the four winds. But you know, that's also another decent thing about this era is that there's a lot of options now. Because back then. Mm-hmm. There weren't a lot of options. That was another why, reason why it was so hectic because if WCW or WWE folded, where the fuck those guys going to go? They could only go to the other company. But what if the other company don't want them? TNA wasn't up yet. Mm-hmm. ECW, can't, ECW can't afford all of them. And then New Japan wasn't that... I don't New believe Japan New Japan wasn't Japan as hot. Was like, it no. wasn't that hot. Now, back then, no. it wasn't as hot as it is now. Not in like 2000 and shit. 2001. The only thing that was left was like them random indies and lower promotions and stuff. Like, so... Again, it's just like there aren't there aren't as big states now in the Wednesday night wars. So, well, that's that's why it's not uh, it's, as exciting. 
And did you hear what Cody was saying? Just real fast. I know we're probably about to wrap it up here pretty soon. But um, I know Cody was saying that he was just, oh, yeah, we were destroying NXT in the ratings. And that's why, you know, they're moving. And, you know, that's why there's there's no war because we've been destroying them and blah, blah, blah. I looked at the numbers. I'm just like, really? About 100,000 people that's beating them? That's destroying them? Cody bullshitting for the dirt sheets. <laughs> I'm like, Cody is bullshitting yeah. in the dirt sheets. I know he probably, I'm it's, sure he knows all being a bunch of fucking marks, bro. It's so annoying. It's just it's like, only the AEW the side. Because you know, nobody, nobody in AEW, nobody in WWE is talking shit. At first they were, like most, mostly Seth. <laughs> like this was Seth <laughs> mostly was his, Seth because it, he was, it really was. He was, he was in his butt hurt. He was in his butt. Maybe he was butt hurt. I think he was butt hurt because he, he honestly did want to have a match with Omega. Because yeah. Omega was just having such a fire year. You just Which, had to, as a performer, yeah, totally you just have to question it. yourself. You're just yeah, like, man, can can I go or can I beat him? You know what I mean? Can I hang with him? Can he hang with me? You yeah, know, that's probably then, why he was butthurt. Back then, I would have watched that. Now, I'm, I'd firmly put Seth over Kenny now. But, oh, yeah. I'll put, <laughs> I'll put uh, Seamus over Kenny Omega at this point. Okay, I'm not going that far. But I agree. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, he's doing fine with the single Drew. Old but... fuck Seamus. <laughs> Shit. Other um, than those, other than those steel double steel step thing, whatever they were doing on Monday. Don't see that? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't did. see it. Oh yeah, oh, they, yeah. I saw a picture. Each other I saw a with picture. the steps. I was like, uh, what the fuck is this? I was like, what the hell? Y'all, y'all drunk in a bar? Why? Hey, this but I did hear. I did hear that the raw ratings did go up this week. Yeah, Bobby's drawing. Yeah, what a surprise! You know what I mean? Yeah. They actually push. They actually book a good heel, monster heel, right? And then there's more viewers. Yeah, he did 1.8 the first week, and he popped a 1.9 the next week. I'm like, oh shit! You know, looking at, I don't know. I mean, for anybody listening to this, don't take this the wrong way. We're not racist here. We're just speaking. Well, two of us are black, so yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking, yeah. Robinson. But anyway, or it's other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. All these like minorities are pretty much the way to go if you think about it. Roman Reigns is pulling in two point whatever million on SmackDown Fridays, him and Sasha. And then mm. you look at Raw, the ratings are coming up with Lashley as champion. Like, I don't know. Someone brought it up. Here. Like, you look at WWE's like champions just in the whole entire company. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot of PLC champions right now. Yeah. Bobby Lashley's WWE champion. Right. Roman Reigns is the um, Universal champion. Oscar is the SmackDown. I mean, Raw Women's champion. Uh, Sasha SmackDown Women's champion. Mm-hmm. You've got Ember and Shotzi as the NXT Tag Team champions. Eo's the NXT champion. Uh, Escobar is one of the Cruiserweight champions. <laughs> uh, the Hurt Business is Tag Hurt Team Business champions. are the Raw Tag Champions. Yeah. Uh, what are the titles? Uh, Big E's IC champ. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, oh yeah, Shayna and Nia are the damn, yeah, that's that's yeah. an interracial, yeah, because uh, Nia is Samoan and then Shayna's Chinese and Native American, so mm-hmm. they like the only two, the only two white boys who are champions are uh, Rude and Ziggler and Riddle. Oh, and Riddle, yeah, 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 and Johnny Gargano because he's because he's a North American champion, Johnny Gargano and Lorcan Birch, so. It, Totally slipped my mind that Riddle's U.S. champ. It's easy to forget. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, it, everyone's like already forgetting, so they definitely need to put that title on Ali and have Riddle chase Ali. Uh, that, that, 
huge that would be? Mustafa would be literally the first Pakistani champion in WWE history ever mm-hmm. on any level ever. They just got to get him away from retribution. If only they actually booked him right. Yeah, that had a lot of potential. I had a I had another idea about that, and I'll end on this one. Um, I had an idea like just I'd just open the show with retrib or maybe a middle segment open the show with retribution one or two, right? They're in the ring, they got their stupid damn masks on. And I just have Mustafa cut up just a promo talking about like we've been overlooked by this company, we've been looked down on by this company. Actually, I'd started with the tax, right? I'd have T Bar or T God as I call him, because he's the god of T God. Uh, I'd have him just beat the dog shit out of Keith Lee one week. Just randomly beat the dog shit out of Keith Lee. Um, I'd have him <laughs> beat up Keith Lee. I'd have Mia beat up uh, Oscar. Shayna, actually. I'd have her whoop Shayna. I'd have her beat up Shayna, and I don't know what the other two could do. Maybe they'd help Dijakovic beat up Keith Lee. But I'd just have three of them beat the dog shit out of Keith Lee. Damn, just I, just, I just realized some Robert mentioned our name. I read somewhere Oscar might miss WrestleMania this year, but I don't know. I hope not. Jesus Christ. I, I hope not. I'm going to have to check with my inside sources with that one, guys. I'll get back to you that one. Okay. Yeah. Back to you. But I would have had Mustafa, right? And I would have had him just in the middle of the ring, like maybe two, three weeks of these attacks. And then I would have had him in the ring retribution and he cut a promo and he'd be for so long. We've been overlooked and stepped on by this company. When we signed, when I got retribution signed, to contracts there was a condition the condition was that they put on these stupid masks the reason why they had to put on these masks was because the company was ashamed to look in the faces of the people that they wronged but we're not doing that anymore we're taking the masks off so i had everybody take the masks off and then he goes one down the line on each of them like dijakovic he's like dominic dijakovic friends with keith lee but where was keith when Dominic was getting whooped by Carrying Cross, he just watched. He didn't do anything for him. He just sat True. there while his True. supposed friend was being choked to death. He didn't do anything for him. Mia Yim, ridiculed by Shayna Baszler. He was tired dealing with that. She beat her ass. So I would just have him cut promos for everybody and just have them take the masks off. And it's like, we're not doing these names. We're not doing this stuff. We are showing Jack the name of the, we are showing this company. That we are making them face their sins, the people that they've wronged. And then I just have to build the team of baby faces to fight Retribution. Retribution beat them because Retribution should be a fucking dominant heel tag team if you're going to have them do that shit. How about you have these fuckers go over here breaking property, fire, sending fire to shit, then they just keep getting beat. Like, but there was that one week where Mustafa was stating facts, though, and nobody was trying to hear him. Where he was like, uh, he, uh, what was it? He's, it was like on Talking Smack, not Talking Smack, Raw Talk. And then I think it was like, I think it was Charlie and she, or Kayla, whichever one. I think it was Chuck, actually. Yeah, Chuck's on Raw Talk. And then she's like, you know, Retribution, you've been on a losing streak. He said, who? What losing streak? <laughs> that was literally most of it was like, what losing streak? Who told you that? The internet? And then he literally started breaking down the matches they won in the past month. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. He said, uh, every, he's like, um, the guys on the Survivor Series team, we beat three of them last week. I beat so-and-so. <laughs> Mia beat, he's like, I beat so-and-so. Uh, Reckoning beat this girl, blah, blah. He's like, we've had wins like for the past two months. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like, this man had to tell you his own story lots. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it was funny because like, um, they were losing and then they started winning. Yeah, nobody was talking about how they were winning. He's like, losing streak? What losing streak? 
<laughs> and still, my favorite promo that they just that they never leaned into was when he was talking shit on the legends on legends. Yeah, I remember that. They were talking, oh, they paved the way. He said, I know they paved the way. I respect that. When they gonna let me walk? I said, ooh, that's a boy. <laughs> so that boy had a bar. He's like, so we can sit there and hear what you're going to do, brother, for the hundredth time. He's like, I'm sick of these old people coming through here, taking up screen time while the young, while the this generation is back there and catering. I'm like, ooh. He's speaking nothing but truth right now, but y'all ain't trying to hear him. Mm -hmm. Y'all ain't trying to hear him? And then, and I don't know if it was kayfabe or not, but they should have ran with it when apparently he got a message from the office or something talking about, I don't think we can give you a live mic anymore. I'm like, if that's a shoot, y'all motherfuckers should have ran with that shit. You told this man he can't, this is on an internet show. Not a lot of people watch Raw Talk. And you still felt the need to tell this man he can't have a live mic. No, fuck that. That means what he ever did was, that means what he did was 100% right. I'm like, woof, y'all keep playing with Mustafa. And I've been saying for years, Enrique, no. I've been saying it for years when he was on 205. I'm like, he couldn't some of the best promos, but they ain't doing no. I liked his match with Cedric Alexander at WrestleMania oh, him, 34. Him and Cedric oh, him. had great. Him and Cedric always had good matches. Uh-huh. Never mattered. If it was a Mania or 205, they always had great matches. Shit. Uh, he had a, a great match with Hideo. He had a great match with Ricochet a few weeks ago, too. That's what mm-hmm. I was hearing. Yeah. That, Bro, uh, what, was it on a main event or was it on Raw? It was on Raw, actually. Okay. Yeah. I got to check that. I got to check that out then. I, His I debut SmackDown one. match with Brian was good. You know, Brian. You know, Brian mm-hmm. was like, I want to face that Mustafa Ali guy. Yeah. Give him to me. That's exactly what you know. That's what Brian did. Oh, you're talking about when they were starting to push him before Randy stomped him in the face or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> for Randy. Yeah, <laughs> let me see. Randy was like, "Let me that's just stop also, that real fast." And that's another thing too. That's I would have had. I would have had Dijakovic and the other two whoop Keith Lee. I would have had Mia whoop Shayna, and I would have had Mustafa beat the dog shit out of Kofi Kingston. That He's was like, they, they dropped that feud completely. Yeah, they had him feuding with Xavier, and I'm like, that's the wrong New Day member to feud with. Even though we all know what happened, you know, obviously in real life, Mustafa was happy. You know, Kofi got to step up the opportunity, but in storyline, you could have been like. I'm the Fuck only reason guy. you became WWE. I'm the only reason you became WWE champion. Fuck what Randy Orton said. I like, created Kofi Mania. I'm the re- if I didn't go down, you wouldn't be WWE champion. I would have been WWE champion, even though you don't know. But still, he would have been like, if it wasn't for you, I would I would have been WWE champion. You owe me. <laughs> and I'm taking that on on your ass. So like what? That is a conversation for another time yes so we thank y'all well, for another week and we will this see is a great y'all. podcast guys yeah we actually got a good one in we'll see y'all yeah. next time